And now, introducing the man who's been doing laundry all night and attempts to reverse the effects of the jump from a plane on the suit the army provided to him as, while he's very thankful the main article of clothing was yellow, he says his main concern is the sharp smell around the jumpsuit's crotch region. After last weekend's game, and with the next one taking place at altitude in Denver, he is most excited about his bet with a bookie as to where CBS will place the target yard market for Josh and Tucker's range mark, as he insists, quote, as long as the Ravens get to their 35, I'm reasonably certain it should begin there, unquote. He is Glenn Clark. Good morning. It is Glenn Clark Radio, and I'm here. I I have survived. Oh, no, not I. I will survive. As long as I know how to jump out of a plane, I know I'll stay alive. Uh, what a day. We're going to talk more about that here in a second. But it's good to be back. Thank you to Stan the Fan and Kyle for uh, taking care of business yesterday as uh, I was out jumping out of a plane with the Army Golden Knights. Uh, we got a lot to do on the program today. It is brought to you by our friends at C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Coming up in just a few minutes, Brandon Stokely is going to join us, former Ravens Super Bowl champion wide receiver, and now a radio host out in Denver on 104.3 The Fan. We'll preview Ravens Broncos with him. A little bit later on in the hour, Spencer Tillman is going to join us, Fox Sports analyst. He's on the call with Tim Brando for the big one, Maryland and Iowa, tomorrow night. Um, I think we're going to listen to part two of the Tyus Bowser show. Uh, I know you guys heard part one yesterday. Got uh, Tyus and Adafi Owe's reactions to the kick and Tyus talking about his frustration on the uh, pick six that should have been and Adafi saying he's going to have to pay for a meal moving forward. By the way, I love that rule. I think that's a great rule for guys to have. You drop an interception, you're paying for dinner. That's the way that it works. Uh, but we had a wonderful time with Tyus Bowser and Adafi Owe at the Bowman in Parkville on Tuesday night. That It's amazing. There's been a lot going on since the last time I chatted with you guys. Thank you. To everybody who came out, it was it was a scene, man. I mean, it was an overwhelming um, reaction response. That's what I expected. That part of town is rabid in terms of their Ravens fandom. And um, we're going to be headed back down to Anne Arundel County next Tuesday, October 19th. We're taking a couple of weeks off. There's the Monday night game in there. We just didn't think it was a good idea to try to do a show the night after a Monday night game. Recovery being what it is and the short week, it just made a lot more sense to, to push it back. So our next show will be October 19th at Twain's Tavern down in Pasadena. We will see you for the next Tyus Bowser show brought to you by Pressbox, Great Eights Memorabilia, and True Strong Services. Looking forward to being back in Anne Arundel County. Um, Kyle knew that, of course. Yes, one Looking of forward many to counties in Maryland. Yeah, any, any, any guess about that, that total number? 23. 23 plus the city. I've said it enough times, it's finally stuck. Boom. Just in, just in time, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just in time. Finally stuck. Um, but uh, you can find out more. Pressboxonline.com slash Bowser about where we're going to be. And if you uh, missed any of the show from this week, you can go uh, to uh, glennclarkradio.com. And I have posted it all up there, the audio and the video for the whole show. 
Then we're going to make our picks for the week, and uh, we'll have the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, which we do every Thursday morning at 1130 a.m., brought to you by CCBC Glory Days Grill in the Maryland Department of Transportation. KZ will be here at 1130. He will answer your fantasy football questions. Get him in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. We do it every Thursday morning at 1130 a.m., the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. So busy day ahead. Um, I need to take a moment and just say thank you to the Army Golden Knights. Um, you get a lot of chances to do cool things in this business, and I, I don't look, man. I you know I was on the field when the Ravens won the Super Bowl, and like that was neat. Uh, this surpasses all of them. Um, this was otherworldly. Um, I had never been skydiving before. It's something I think a lot of people put on their bucket list, but aren't aren't hell-bent about it. Like, it was something I wanted to do, but I was never, like, I, whatever I do this summer, I'm going skydiving. Like, I never treated it that way as much as, like, hey, if the opportunity presents itself, I, I want to go skydiving, right? Like, if I have some friends that are planning a trip and invited me, like, I would have done it with them. Um, at one point, I had an ex, and her mom was coming to town when we were living in Phoenix, and they wanted to go skydiving, and we made all the plans, and then the morning of... She dumped you. Uh, no, not, not, <laughs> uh, no, I actually broke up with her. Oh. Yeah, I actually broke up with her. Uh, waited a little bit too long. Waited a little too long on that one. Um, but, um, it was something I always wanted to do. And so, you know, we've had this great partnership with the army. Um, one of our favorite armies, as we've always said, love the U S army. It, it's a phenomenal army where it stands with like the kiss army, the, the seven nation army, all those other armies, I would say probably top of the list, um, as armies go. And I, I just got this weird question that was asked of me, like, hey, would you want to jump out of a plane with the Army Golden Knights? And I was like, but, but, but really? Like, really? And they were like, yeah. I'm like, I, I think I would do that. And then it just kind of went away. Like, I just sort of forgot about it. Like, it was out there, but it just sort of went away. And I remember, like, asking a couple times uh, Julie Sawyer, who's the account executive here at Pressbox, I was like, is that still a thing we're doing or what all happened with that? And then I got an email from Emily Guerrero, and she was like, it's on. We're doing this. And I was like, wow. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. I filled out all the paperwork. They put me up in a hotel down in Virginia on Tuesday night so that uh, I wouldn't have to uh, navigate traffic on a Wednesday morning all the way down. As you guys know, that would be just awful. So I... I like I, and I, yeah, I just didn't really have time to think about it much, right? Like, I was trying to ask people what I was getting into. That's why we had the mayor of Salisbury on the other day. But I was always like, what's my anxiety going to be like? And I was starting to feel a little bit of it. And then when I got to the hotel Tuesday night mm-hmm. and finished cutting up the Tyus Bowser show and having it all ready, so somewhere around like 1230, mm-hmm. it hit me like seven tons of bricks my hands started shaking i could not sleep i i woke myself up out of sleep and as i've tried to explain to people it's not out of fear of dying like i didn't think something was going to go wrong necessarily because it's so rare that something like that we i it's a data thing it's like why it is that fourth and one with lamar jackson is such an obvious choice i've got all the data percentage is a little higher for this i believe for survival for for survival, yes. yeah. I'm just, what I'm saying is like it is it is it is fair. It, it's obvious. It's overwhelming that it's very safe. And if you're gonna do it with anybody, the Army Golden Knights probably the group to do it with. It wasn't that. It was the unknown. I kept wanting to know 
what it was going to be like actually legitimately jumping out of a plane. Like where my heart was going to be. And in a weird way, going through an awful anxiety attack probably helped me. <laughs> because it couldn't feel that much worse by the time I got to the plane than what I'd already been through up to that point. I watched the video and the part where it was like they were halfway up and it was looking down. I was like, that's pretty high up there. Dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, and I'm scared of heights, so that was not... I, a, I didn't know that. You're scared? Are you, are you legitimately scared It's more of, of like... I. Yeah, like it's not. Let's put it this way. When, when does that come out for you? When when does your if fear I'm on hurts? like if I look over the edge of a building kind of thing? Okay. And I'm a pretty tall guy, so most railings are below my waist. Sure, sure. And that's sort of the physics of it all. Yeah, right. Like more you, weight above the railing than there is below the railing. 100%. So something that were math, to go that wrong, math isn't good. Yeah. So I just don't enjoy heights. Even being on a ladder is not comfortable for me. Okay, that's interesting. I yeah. I didn't. I don't think I I I I think this would be. Unfortunately, th- I didn't purposely exclude Kyle from this. Sure. Um, there are, for those that don't know, Kyle is a large man. Um, not is that what it was? That I'm too heavy? Yes. Yes. There is a, we had this conversation one day. I was like, I was like, I just assumed, and then you confirmed my suspicion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, is not, the, what is the weight limit? Uh, 215, I yeah. think was the weight limit. Um, I think that's what they'd guess at the Renaissance Festival for me. And you said you were- I'm like 250. I thought you said 240. 240, 250 yeah, kind of thing. That's yeah. what I said. So- and I actually think they told me yesterday they could go up to 225, like, like, and they'd be okay. Um, but it wasn't, I didn't, it, this was not me purposely excluding Kyle from this. I was given a number and I said, I don't think Kyle fits under that number, unfortunately. A parachute would have so worked. Think, and that's the goofy part. Right. Like, in fact, as I was having a conversation with some of the Golden Knights, they're like, dude, we've taken big guys out. I'm sure. Like, yeah. we've had scenarios where we took, it's just that, like, the, the liability the, and exactly all that. Exactly sure. right. Like, we can't. And I'm like, hey, hey bro, I'm, you know. Not my area. Um, anyway, so I, I'm i really glad, one, that I went through the anxiety attack the night before. I'm not glad that I didn't sleep. Like, that that sucked. But I'm, I'm glad I went through it the night before because part of doing this was about, you know, a, 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 overcoming a fear. Mm-hmm. It was part of why I wanted to do it is I wanted to embrace that and I want my kids to see that and I want that to maybe be something that can help them as they deal with their own fears as they move on in life. And we all experience, whatever yours is, It's you know what's really funny? I'm talking to some of these. These are army golden knights. Like, some of the most badass, insane people on the face of the planet. And I was talking to one of the guys yesterday named Jake, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't, he, he asked what other, you know, he's like, you, you know, have you guys ever been jumping? I'm like, no. He's like, do you ever go bungee jumping? And I'm like, I'm yeah. more scared of bungee jumping than jumping and, from a plane. And, and he said the same thing. And I said, yeah, I've been bungee jumping once. He's like, I wouldn't do that. And he's like, you know what else I don't do? I don't ride roller coasters. Interesting. I'm like, what? What, <laughs> like, he, what does he know? <laughs> like, he said, man, I'm trusting somebody that, I, I don't know, when I jump out of a plane, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, that's wild, man. Like, it's wild. But it's wild to think that somebody like that, who was sure. zero fear. Like, I'm watching these guys. They're falling out backwards. They're they're you know doing like they have no care, no concern whatsoever. Falling out of plane, no problem for them. But like they're openly admitting, dude, I don't I don't ride roller coasters. I'm like, wow, that is wild. So everybody's got something. And so part of the reason why I wanted to do this is I wanted to to make that statement to my own kids. Hey man, you, you know you need to overcome fears. And so I'm glad that I did it in that way. The other thing that saved my ass. It's a little embarrassing. There was when I first arrived. Again, shaking, mm-hmm. like out of control. The only other person that was there of, of the group that I was going to be jumping with was a young lady named Caroline, who's 28. Caroline. Uh, I, we, we talked about it. 
Um, she works at Johns Hopkins, and she's like an Instagram fitness model. Lovely young lady. She's she's quite fit. Um, and we started chatting, and I like like I'm like I, I am struggling. I'm struggling. She's like, oh, I've been jumping before, and she has no fear whatsoever. And so she's now taking over as like my personal coach for the day. And I could not be more grateful. She was amazing. Um, I, 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 I could not say enough wonderful things about this young woman who um, is a legitimate badass. And then, like, literally as we're about to get on the plane, she sort of admits that, like, she's not quite as confident as she was portraying. <laughs> like, she was more doing that for me, which I greatly appreciate and still means the world to me. Um, but it was incredible, and, and, and she really did. Uh, Caroline Rose Fit on Instagram. Um, so her last wanna, name is Fit, huh? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think it's a first name Caroline, middle name Rose, last name Fit. I think yeah. that's exactly right. It I think, fits. I think she's uh, from the Rose family that owns all those motels uh, out in Schitt's Creek. I'm pretty sure. That's, ah, okay. Uh, that's, I was trying to figure out if you were being like it was a real thing, and then I realized no, 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 no yeah, very much. Not. In the show, so. very much not. You should do that. It's, it's quite good. Um, but yeah, follow her on Instagram. I'm sure she'd appreciate that. Don't be a creep if you do. Please don't be a creep. But if you want to say, hey, like thanks for helping Glenn, that's a that's right. a lovely thing to say. Um, just don't be a creep. She's she's a lovely young lady. Um, I, the experience itself, I don't know how to put it into words. You brought up I, the video is now available at pressboxonline.com/video. I want you to go to pressboxonline.com/video. The army did an amazing thing at putting this video together. If you've done it before, you know, right? Like you know, I had never done it before, so I didn't know. If you've not done it before, I would really encourage you to watch the video. Um, I was very fortunate getting to do it with the Golden Knights. Like, I, my God, like that's a that is a top ten experience of my life being able to be alongside these these heroic individuals and like on top of like part of getting into it is like they're medics you know what i mean like they're the guys that if something goes wrong they got to be able to fly in jump out of a plane to get into the s and take care of problems um they are incredible people and they were doing their best to try to take your get your mind away from your anxiety like they're doing bad jokes they're doing and i and i genuinely appreciated all of it because just the distraction goes a long way. You point out there's a part in the video where they they, they kind of mess with me. They're like, you ready? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm ready. And they're like, good, we're not even halfway there yet. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be effing kidding me. But I feel like part of it is when you're halfway up, the world still looks recognizable. Yeah, and you do lose some of like the right. context for just how far. Like at that point, when we get to twelve five, right. like what's the difference yeah. between ten, twelve five, and twenty? You right. know what I mean? Like what really is the difference in those situations? Um, we we get up to twelve five. Uh, there were three of us that were jumping together. It was myself, this young lady Caroline, and Brian, who's a guidance counselor at Catonsville High School. Also, an awesome dude, and he was doing it for the first time. And great to connect with these people. Um, and, and they were like, well, you're going first. (laughs) I'm like, okay. And Caroline told me that the reason why she said I was going first was because when she went the first time, she really struggled with watching her friend just disappear. Yeah, sure. I could see that. Like she was like, that messed with me. And so I thought you'd be better off just, just going, just, just get it out of the way. Um, and the, the part that I was really concerned with was I didn't know what to do. Like I, how how, do you just jump Do you like what? Can I screw like this? more toppled. Can I screw this up somehow? Was really my question, right? Like, is there anything I can do that can make this problematic? And the only thing I could have really done is like lift it up the wrong way and knocked um, my tandem partner's head into. That's part of the reason why they wear a helmet is because 
it would be really bad if I knocked him unconscious coming out of the plane. I can like, see that. that would be a real problem if I that would see be the, the downside case. in that yeah, scenario. Yeah, it would not go well. Um, so no, essentially was the answer. There's a couple things you got to do. You got to uh, stick your hips out and then bring your um, kind of feet back, and you got to keep your hands in this situation for the first like couple of seconds, and then once you're settled. That you can let your hands out, you can you know make signals. I had this videographer out there with me, and again, you can go to pressboxonline.com. Did video a lot of tongue stuff. Oh, they just kept telling you like try to try to for the video, try to do different things. And there's only so many things you can do with your face, bro. <laughs> like it's not like there's a lot of options. I did. I was doing the tongue wag, and then it was so windy. Like my God, it was windy. Holy hell! That was the only unnerving part of the actual flight. Was you're like. We're still on course, right? <laughs> like, we're not going to land in a building because of how insanely windy it is. But, like, the skin of my face is yeah, just everywhere. Your um, jowls. Yeah, one of my buddies uh, screen capped a certain image, and it's just hilarious. Um, but it was – I'll never be able to explain. Like, it's just so incredible. Um, the view that the mayor was talking about the other day, it's so real. You see Shenandoah off in the distance. Um just spectacular, man. Just a spectacular day. I encourage everybody to try doing it at some point. Um, and thank you, thank you, thank you to the Army Golden Knights for letting me be a part of that experience. I will be forever indebted. It was one of the greatest days of my life. So um, thank you to, to you guys for filling in, to Pressbox for letting me have that opportunity. And please go to pressboxonline.com slash video to check it out. It's, it's absolutely one of my favorite things that I've ever done in my entire life. All right. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. When we come back in, we're going to chat with Brandon Stokely. Ravens Broncos coming. Hey, wait, wait, did the Diamondbacks, I, I haven't paid they attention. They lost 1-0. Man. Giants scored one run in the seventh, and that was it. So uh, still, still. Admirable effort. Still a game back. Indeed, yes. Not great. Not great. And the Dodgers, that was insane. They hit, what, four home runs in the eighth inning in order to beat the Padres? So they're still alive in the NL West? Yeah. All right. Well, that's not great, but it's what it is. All right, we'll uh, come back in. We'll chat with Brandon Stokely. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser Show. It's back to school time, and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back-to-school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy. Wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpacks, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Len Clark sent you. I love you more than rock and roll. I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash and Ravens prizes. I love you more than gumballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven scratch-offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly.
every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. If you missed it last night, Stan the Fan and Gary Stein caught up with Tommy Shepard, Washington Wizards GM. That show is available right now, Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. Click on the Videos tab or go to PressBoxOnline.com and see it there. Stan Shows, as always, brought to you by C3 American Exterior, Stan, Gary Stein, and Wizards GM Tommy Shepard from last night. Go check that out right now. Still to come this hour, Spencer Tillman's going to help us preview Maryland, Iowa, uh, before he's on the call for Fox Sports 1 on Friday night. But we had to do this a little bit earlier on because of his schedule with his own radio show, an opportunity for us to catch up with one of our favorites, Brandon Stokely, right here on GCR. Well, it's a pleasure, as always, to welcome in our next guest. Of course, we think of him most fondly here in Baltimore for being a Super Bowl champion, a man who caught the pass that made me realize the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Holy crap, I can't believe it. And um, he played for some other teams. We try to pretend like those things never happen, but one of them uh, was out in Denver, and that's where he still finds himself to this day hosting middays. He is, of course, Brandon Stokely, and he's back with us on GCR. He's also the only Ravens player who ever defeated me in Papa Shot Basketball. I've never, I've never really recovered from that over the years. Brandon, what's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I appreciate y'all having me, and I, did, I didn't just beat you. I dominated you. It's actually not even a joke, and I hate the fact that that's true it might have been the worst <laughs> round of papa shot in my life and he also never let me forget it of course as he would see me in the locker never will room, and he would go out of his way to walk up to me and start doing like basketball shots and then when i acknowledge it he would just walk away i'm like you son of a bitch oh man it's so good to talk to you buddy uh, Appreciate of course, y'all. we're getting ready for Ravens-Broncos on Sunday. The the, the storyline that we're talking about when it comes to the Broncos, Brandon, I'm sure is one that's come up a bit this week. It's the 3-0 and start measured against teams that are 0-3 you know, being the teams the Broncos have beat. So w- where are the Broncos between between these two things, between being 3-0 and and one of the only 3-0 and teams in the NFL and being a team that's only beaten teams that we think are really bad so far this season? Like, where really are they on that spectrum? Well, I think we're about to find out. You know, this week, this is their first true test. Uh, Broncos are a good football team, though. Um, I don't think they're a great football team, and they're not a bad football team. You know, they they beat all three of those teams by double digits. Yep. Uh, now, they're bad football teams. 
the Lions are a bad football team, and and it took the Ravens a sixty-six yarder to beat them. So no it's question. just an NFL, right? You don't just go on the road and and you know walk away with easy wins three weeks in a row. And you know last week they were at home finally. Um, uh, you got to play good football, and and that's what they've been doing. So, but they haven't had a true test, and and they the players in the locker room have heard about it. You know they've heard the talk about who they've beaten. They haven't beaten anybody. They know this is going to be their first true test, and. It should be a, it should be a really good game, and they're at home. Um, so you know we're, we're about to find out like kind of where they are. Are they a good team? Are they a playoff team? Um, where they'll be uh, in, after Sunday against the Ravens? I, I think there's this assumption being made nationally that the defense is definitely legit, and the offense will find out about is is that a, a fair assessment of the Broncos roster? Yes, I think so. I, you know, this, they got a really good defense. Um, Von Miller's returning to form. He's got four sacks in three games. Really, really good secondary with a lot of depth. Um, so, you know, they'll be tested, uh, obviously, against the Ravens' offense in that running game. You just, it's hard to prepare for it in one week. You just don't see it. Um, but they got a really good defense. And offensively, Teddy Bridgewater hasn't turned the football over. And they got some playmakers, some young playmakers around them. And they've been doing just enough um and they haven't been hurting themselves they've been making a few plays here and there and the defense has been great so um offensively i think that's the big question mark the, the defense is going to be good you know um but but offensively where, where how will they respond and react when they play a, a really good defense and attacking defense like the ravens he is brandon stokely of course former ravens wide receiver now with 104.3 the fan out in denver Brandon, um, you know, we're dealing with a lot in Baltimore. Of course, these teams maybe are doing that Spider-Man meme with each other when it comes to the injuries. As the Ravens without Ronnie Stanley, without their running backs, and the Broncos are dealing with a boatload of injuries as well. What's been most impactful? What's maybe most concerning to you about the Broncos' injuries as, as they move into playing some more difficult teams on their schedule? Well, you know, both their guards are questionable. You know, you hate to lose offensive linemen. And, and you know, the Ravens, that, look, you know, people over here are like, oh, we're so injured. And, and then you just look at the Ravens and what they went through. <laughs> yeah, two what's, starters what's up? Practice. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. I mean, come on, just slow your roll. Injuries happen. You hope you don't lose guys for the year. Um, you Hopefully you can get them back at some point. Um, but it, it's just part of the game. you got to have good depth. And it's 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 a bummer, but you look at you look at the two guards that are questionable for the for the Broncos. Also, Bradley Chubb had just got put on IR. He had an ankle surgery, and um, they lost one of their inside linebackers for the year. A cornerback, starting cornerback, is, is down for a while. And and Jerry Judy's the one for me. You know, I'm a wide. I was a wide receiver. I love watching. Um, athletic skill position guys uh and, and jerry judy second year guy out of alabama um he, he has a high ankle sprain and and so he, he he's out for a little while uh he'll he'll, he'll be able to return but uh, that guy i just was ready for him to take that next step this year he was going to have a great year um and and now he's going to miss four or five weeks so uh but you know they, they have their fair share of injuries um like i said you know ravens aren't feeling sorry for them they, they have more and that's just part of the nfl injuries are a big part of it the uh broncos offense has been pretty balanced so far through three weeks um the ravens are obviously known for having a stout run defense do you expect that denver will come out trying to establish the run or how do you foresee the broncos trying to attack what is an aggressive ravens defense I do. Um, you know, I'm a little bit disappointed with the Broncos running game. 
this year. I thought it would be more consistent. Now it hasn't been bad. I mean, there I think there might be like top ten um, uh, in the NFL, but I thought it would be a little bit more consistent. They had a seventy yard run late in the game against the Giants, um, and, and I thought that this this the, the Broncos were going to be a running football team and make a few plays in the passing game and play great defense. The running game just hasn't been as consistent as uh, I thought it would be. So, I, but they're going to continue to run the football. Uh, their offensive line has been a strength of theirs. Uh, like I said, they do have two guards that are questionable. I think their left guard might play, and their right guard uh, probably won't. Um, so, uh, but but this, it's going to be a running football team. Uh, you know, they're going to try to keep things close. Don't turn the football over. Play good defense, um, and and so uh, that that's what I'm expecting to see on Sunday is more of a run heavy uh, football team. But but Pat Sherman, their offensive coordinator, look. He'll come out and throw the ball four or five straight times. So he, he kind of has some wrinkles in there, and he's doing a good job with this offense. Um, but but they have two really good running backs, Melvin Gordon, and then a rookie Javante Williams, who they took early second round out of North Carolina, is a really good young running back. I want to talk more about that, Brandon, because we we dealt with something like this a year ago in Baltimore when J.K. Dobbins was a rookie and. A lot of people were like, why wouldn't you just let J.K. Dobbins have the ball 20-plus times in a game? Like, look at all that talent. And I kept saying, you know, Gus Edwards is, like, really good, too. Um, I don't see how this is a problem. I think there's a lot of people that are enamored with Javante Williams. Obviously, there's a lot of fantasy football players in particular who are enamored with Javante Williams who find themselves asking the same question. Like, why won't you just commit to Javante Williams? Um, do you think that he earns more and more, or do you think the Broncos, given the fact that Melvin Gordon has played well and has looked good, they look at this as a great problem to have, to have two backs they can keep using significantly as the season goes on? I think that's what it's going to be. Um, you know, they're going to be splitting the carries pretty much 50-50. And through two games, that's what it was. Um, and then and then last game, Javante Williams, late in the game, fumbled at the one-yard line, and that certainly didn't help his cause. And then Towards the end, Melvin Gordon got a, got a few more carries. But do you, when you look at a guy like Javante Williams, he is smart. Um, the coaches trust him. Um, and so he's in there on third downs. And, and th- those are the hard downs because they're bringing, especially against the Ravens, so many different blitzes and protections. you don't you got to know who to pick up. And he's been great at all that stuff. And, and ball security, you know, he hasn't he didn't have a fumble until last week. And, and that one certainly um, didn't help his cause. But I expect it to pretty much be the same. You know, you want to keep those guys fresh. And these two guys are kind of feeding off of each other. So it's a good pairing. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. So I'm expecting to kind of continue to see this, see the same trend here where it's a pretty much a 50-50 split um, and, and trying to keep these guys fresh. Brandon Stokely with us. Another couple of minutes here on Glenn Clark Radio as we're getting ready for Ravens-Broncos. Brandon, if I could, I wanted to ask you about something going on here in Baltimore. The Ravens um, are getting Rashad Bateman back on the practice field this week. Um, he was their first-round pick, the wide receiver out of Minnesota. Uh, has not uh, been able to be out there since the beginning of training camp. And I just wonder, like, how long does it take? Nobody's expecting him to play on Sunday or be activated for that. It, you know, they've got this three-week window now that he starts practicing before they uh, have to put him on the active roster, and we'll see how long it takes. But when you don't, as a rookie, when you don't have a training camp, when you don't have – that time to mesh with your quarterback and even someone who is as well thought of and, and talented as Rashad Bateman. Um, how long like, does it take not just to be out there, but, but to be someone who can really make an impact? Like what, what's reasonable as far as expectations are concerned for a young man like that? Yeah, it takes a while. You know, it's tough. 
Um, it's not easy when you when you haven't had those reps on the practice field. You can look at the you know the whiteboard all you want and 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 the pictures that they give you and your iPad and you know study the plays and you know what you're supposed to do. But until you get out on the football field and, and actually run those reps, um, it's it's hard to feel comfortable out there and. You know, I always, you know, getting out there at practice, you know, when you make those mistakes on the field, that's when you learn the most from them. Like, oh, goodness. And then you got to see coverages, see right. what teams are trying to do from you and process all that. Know what you got to do. And it, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, and, and the way you learn it is by doing it on the practice field, not sitting in the classroom. So, um, obviously, it's not ideal. Uh, but they got some weapons outside, and so you know they can take it slow with him and let him you know get up to speed and make sure he's healthy. And um, but I, but I, I will say this, you know, when you have a offense like the Ravens, I think it's easier for a wide receiver like that to transition um, and play sooner rather than later, especially when he's been injured. Because what do you see? You see a lot of just man-to-man coverage, eight in the box. It's just kind of like me against this guy. There's not really a whole lot of thinking. And the Ravens, you know, with their play-action game and all, you know, they can always put them in for some shot plays and do a few different things where I don't think as a wide receiver playing in that offense is probably as complicated as maybe playing in, you know, um, an offense where you're throwing the ball maybe a lot more. Um, and, and I think the matchups that he'll see right. are a lot more favorable. And, and maybe it takes a lot less thinking off of his plate. And it's just pretty much one-on-one football because everybody's loading the box to stop the run. Sure. And by the way, also a part of this too in, in this system is you're, you're being asked to do a little bit more and a little bit different types of blocking. Um, right. than a lot of wide receivers, and Rashad admitted to us, and I appreciated his honesty when he was drafted. He's like, man, I'm not going to lie, blocking was not like my priority when I was in college. Right. Understandably so from a wide receiver, right? Like, it's just not what you right. typically do. Okay. So so that's going to be something that he's going to have to get caught up with, sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that's part of the game, and that's, you know, that's helping your teammate out, helping your running back, your quarterback out. and It's only going to help the passing game out. You know, if you're a really good running team, you get great favorable matchups on the outside, a lot of one-on-one matchups. And in the NFL, you know, you give us one-on-one matchups, we should be able to win. And um, so I, I think, yeah, figuring out the running game also and blocking and being aggressive there is only going to help the passing game. All right. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to demand you be honest in your answer. Uh- <laughs> All right. Because you played with some unbelievable kickers in your career. Including – when you ended up back here in Baltimore at the end of your career. That's right. A young man who um, we already knew back then was onto something special, and my God, what it's become since then. Who's the greatest kicker in the history of football, <laughs> Brandon Stokely? Man, how great is that? I was, I've been teammates with both of them. Yeah, you know? right? You've got uh, to be both with Matt Stover and Justin Tucker, man. What's that? Yeah, absolutely. you got to be like – I mean, and and the whole group. Yeah, also. Benetieri. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, you've been with every all of the great kickers. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been, you know, because I thought you were asking me about Adam Benetieri. I mean, I, I sure, and of course, spent some time in Indianapolis. I mean, Matt Stover was a really good one too. Let's be fair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Stover was great. Stover was money. He was great. Um, you know, when you look at Justin Tucker, uh, I think when it comes to Baltimore Ravens and you know uh, kickers, I mean, there, there's no doubt that guy. Um, is the best. Uh, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's made pressure kicks, money kicks. Um, you know that that kick the other day was just um, you know unbelievable. I mean, it was just. Uh, I, I mean, you can't even describe it. And I'm watching it. I'm sitting outside with my son watching it, 
and that ball hits a post, and they never go in. It just seems like they never go in when they hit that post, and it goes in uh, just unbelievable. And, you know, I, I, I did. I You know, I was there in Baltimore in 2013, got to be a teammate with Justin Tucker, and he couldn't have been a nicer guy and a funny guy. And um, so it's awesome to see him still playing at such a high level. Um, and, um, you know, and, and, and certainly that didn't hurt that it won my parlay for the week. So, um, you know, that, that was also <laughs> that a big bonus matters. for me. So that is appreciate matters. you, Justin Tucker. So you're saying, so are we saying on the record or are you dodging the question, uh, Brandon Stokely? Are you saying? Uh, well, am I, am I, am I talking about, you know, I, I can't compare Adam Vinatieri and Justin Tucker. That's like comparing, I don't know, two of the best quarterbacks to ever play. Yeah, but, that's, um, but, you, do, both, but you do what we do now. You understand no, that's how I know, this business but, but works. It's not my, but, it's, but it's not my show, so <laughs> I can dodge the question. See, I'm, I'm playing the athlete right now, I'm, so I can dodge the question. I'm calling I can go back into athlete mode. Yeah. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick and choose to dodge this question because they're both great. They're both money. They both make pressure kicks. Um, so – uh, and they both will be in the Hall of Fame. How about that? Oh, um, that's true. And uh, it's great to debate, well, I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm not going to get in the middle of I'm it. I'm <laughs> calling into 104.3 The Fan in Denver later today, and I'm posing the same question to you, so you can't Oh, do it. I love it. At BStokely14 on Twitter is, of course, how you give him a follow. Brandon Stokely, always appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us today. Enjoy the game on Sunday, all right? Will do. Appreciate y'all having me. Y'all take care of yourself. The great Brandon Stokely checking in with us ahead of Ravens Broncos on Sunday. Appreciate him doing that. Final day for you to take advantage of Window Nation's back to school sale. This is it. Last chance. Give them a call right now. 866-90-NATION. You get two free windows for every two you buy. Wood or vinyl styles. Get four free when you buy four. The number goes on forever. Also, 0% interest for 24 months. Get an A-plus in savings right now. Again, 866-90NATION or windownation.com. We'll preview Maryland-Iowa next with Spencer Tillman. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at baltimoreravens.com slash tickets. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on drag. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. That first sip. That first bite. 
Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hey, it's KZ. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, facebook.com slash pressboxsports or pressboxonline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Press Box Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser Show. All right, back in here on GCR, a Thursday edition of the program. Again, Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Maryland, Iowa, a big one tomorrow night on Fox Sports 1. Our next guest is on the call alongside Mr. Tim Brando. He is the great Spencer Tillman, and he's back with us now here on GCR. Spencer, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's so great to chat with you as always. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Spencer, we are very excited. Uh, Maryland, obviously, you know, figured out a way to get it done against Illinois. I know Illinois is not very good, but that's a game that a lot of Maryland teams in recent years would have lost. They look great against West Virginia. And, you know, a lot of people thought Kent State could be a trap game. They handled that quite well. Talia Tungavailoa is playing tremendously. There is a lot of reason for excitement. Are they ready for the challenge of facing the number five team in the country tomorrow night? Or is there a danger here that this is going to be a comeback-to-earth moment for Maryland football? That's a loaded question because, you, you, you know, in a, in, a, in a season so far, even though we're just past the quarter pole, I'm not so sure anybody in the top five is a top five team saving Alabama. So, you know, are they ready? Yeah, absolutely, they're ready for the challenge. I mean, Tim and I came in here a couple of years ago. I guess this is year three for Mike. So w- when you laid an egg against Penn State. Yeah. And, but, here, but here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. This has been a slow burn. And one thing about Michael Loxley, I've known him from a long time and really appreciated the way that he approaches things. Um, the late John Blake, who was a, one of the best recruiters in all of college football, uh, former Dallas Cowboys associate head coach, um, was Oklahoma many, many years there and as a player and the coach as well in Nebraska, uh, North Carolina. It's been all over the place, but he's always been the, the, the wingman for, for everyone. And, and Domican, so you can just go down the litany of great players that this guy has recruited. And Mike was neck and neck with him. And if it was a guy that could collect talent, I thought Loxley was that guy. And so mm-hmm. what he's been doing is collecting talent. And getting back with Dan, 
I think it's been great because uh, you're basically recreating some of the magic they did there at Alabama in 2018 with their quarterback, the senior Tagovailoa. Uh, I think ultimately they're at the place now where they're ready to convert that. And, and the, the 4-0 record is just indicative of that. So, yeah, they're ready for the next step. And I'm excited for it too, man, because this, to me, a couple of undefeateds at this stage of the game is, is going to be a great game, great matchup for us. Spencer, how good is Iowa's defense in comparison to what Maryland has seen so far? And, and, and again, as I point out, like Illinois is okay. West Virginia, probably a better defense than people realize they were. I think we saw a little bit of that against Oklahoma. But how, how much greater of a test is this facing this Iowa defense? Well, I think Phil Parker does a nice job with their what they do. You know, they're basic. They're gonna they're gonna show a lot of pressures and all of that good stuff. But they are very active, which gives you the impression that they are doing a lot more than they actually are. They run a four man front. I will tell you this though: uh, thirty one Jack Campbell, the Mike linebacker, and then Zach Van Valkenburg, number ninety seven, beast, absolute beast. And and just he reminds me does Van Valkenburg of of a JJ Watt. He's very active very tenacious. Um, they, they don't move him around like that's not who they are. But if you were to move him, he's smart enough to be able to cause wreak havoc no matter where you would move him. So I, I just think that they've got some parts. And then on the back end, they've got some guys. Riley Moss, I think, is a player. Um, you know, Keevan Merriweather's another guy back there that can, can be disruptive. But, you know, they're going to play a cover two shell for the most part. Um, you may pull them out of some stuff if you're able to get the run game going, you know, and then they get numbers around the line of scrimmage, and you may test them a little bit. But for the most part, they're going to play complementary football, right? They're going to do uh, stick to the run game on offense and then not do anything flashy on the defensive side of the ball and just try to keep the game close and try to finish. And that's just classic Big Ten. But I think in Maryland what they're going to discover is a different beast. And so uh, this is something that even with – you know, the Colorado State team that they had uh, last week, they're different because Steve Adazio is old school. I mean, he's just smash mouth football, and it's kind of a, an outlier in that conference. So they saw basically a mirror image of themselves last mm. week. But that's not going to be the case this week. Mm. So this is going to be a, a test for them. I think Maryland is up for it. Uh, all those parts on offense, man, I'm just looking at Fleet Davis and, and, and Demas. He's obviously a next-level guy. And as you mentioned, the quarterback is playing at a high level right now. I think that Maryland's right there, brother. Uh, I mean, look, this is, as you point out, it's a different beast. Maryland's going up tempo. They want to spread it out. Like, this is, it's a different animal, what they're doing. Let, let's talk a little bit about Talia Tungavailoa Spencer, who is clearly the best thing that Maryland's had at quarterback in decades. There is no debate about that. When you watch him play, I know, you know, when we saw in a small sample size a year ago, people brought up sometimes a little bit of hero ball trying to do too much. The offensive line has played much better to start yeah. this season, which is such a massive difference because, as you know, it's been a struggle just to keep quarterbacks healthy at the University of Maryland mm -hmm. over the years. Um, the offensive line's playing well. When you look at his development as a quarterback, are, are you starting to see someone who is – you know, potentially a next level, a professional quarterback when you watch Talia Tungavailoa play? Yeah, I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, you just nailed it a minute ago when you said the offensive line is playing at a, at a much better level when you get Anderson and, and Duncan. Yeah. You know, the edges are – that's really the key because every play, everything that a coach does leaves bibliography and footnotes. 
And when I see them go to, for your listeners out there, a tandem look, that's when they bring the receivers in fairly close to the end man on line of scrimmage. And it does a couple of things. But more importantly, it gives you some sense of protection. At least defenders have to wade through a lot more bodies to get to the quarterback. So that's another way to get kind of a a pseudo protection. And then if you're going to throw the deep over, right, a lot of that stuff that Lincoln Riley does at Oklahoma, if you're going to throw that route, that takes time to develop. So you better have some trust in those guys on the edges. And I think that, to me, tells me something about what Enos has in his mind in terms of confidence about what they're doing up front. And you get any modicum of a run game to match that, it's tough in this spread era to be able to defend a team adequately. That's the reason why you're going to have, maybe not so much in Maryland's case all the time, but that's the reason why maybe 10 years ago it wasn't uncommon all of a sudden to see 300-plus yards uh, passing the mm-hmm. and, and that be considered decent defense. Because you simply, the math won't allow you to cover everybody. So I'm looking at what Maryland is doing offensively, and it tells me something. It leaves bibliography and footnotes. The deep over and those tandem routes, that stuff says that your quarterback is there, your offensive protection is there, and you've got a decent run game. It, it really is remarkable. We, you know, we even mentioned like Chigakonko at the tight end, who, who also yep. looks like a next-level player. And like mm-hmm. their depth at wide receiver, you, you mentioned Demas, thrown, of course, for Kim Jarrett. And then you know, there's a Brian Cobbs who's waiting behind that, who's in Daryl Jones. Like They are so loaded. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's an argument to me, and I know that you look back at some of the teams, unfortunately, were wasted at Maryland with some of the great wide receivers, but, boy, this might be the overwhelming most loaded team that we've seen at Maryland in, as I, again, I'll say decades at this point. Yeah, you, you reach a point where when you start collecting talent, then you shift into a mode of, well, how do I deploy that talent? Then the challenge becomes a little bit different than just getting uh, enough names and numbers to compete at a high level. It's about, well, how do I study the skills and assets of this individual? You mentioned 15. You know, Brian Cobbs, man, he, I look at him. His sample size isn't as large as the others, but he's a talent, man. Mm-hmm. He's a big-time talent. So you, you start looking at that, then the challenge becomes, well, how do we get the ball? And what does he do at an elite level? That was one of the fun things I enjoyed when I was with the 49ers, you know, playing behind guys like Roger Craig. And, you know, I was a starter as a, as a collegiate player and All-American and all that stuff. But when you get to that next level, man, you got to fight for opportunities. You have to really fight. And so coaches, to, to placate us to some degree, would really do deep dive. What do you do best? And they put in this one little quick-hitting dive for me uh, purposely because I had quickness. I didn't have top-end speed necessarily, but there's certain things that I could do which would allow our centers to really get, whether they were being covered up or not, really get a, a foothold onto their initial blocks because I'd be by them already. you know. But, again, there are other things that I couldn't do well uh, or at least not better than Roger Craig. So, listen, that's where they are, they are right now. This staff Michael Oxen has put together really has the ability to develop talent and do those deep dives to extract what's most important and valuable in each player. Um, Spencer, Spencer Tillman is with us, of course, as you just mentioned, obviously an incredible player at Oklahoma, Super Bowl champion with the 49ers, and now Fox Sports analyst. He is on the call with Tim Brando from Maryland, Iowa, tomorrow night on FS1. A big picture for what Maryland's doing, Spencer. I think a lot of people coming into this year, given everything that this program has been through, and they had a, clearly they had been a doormat, and it had been worse than that, clearly, um, because some of the things that had happened away from the football field and, and tragedy and you know, it, 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 things were ugly uh, with this program. I, how important – Maryland could figure out a way. I think a lot of people looked at bowl eligibility this season and said that would be a good sign. Maryland could certainly find a way to bowl eligibility right now, pick off two games on the schedule. But do you get the sense that it's more critical for them to win 
games of note at this point, like a game against Iowa or Ohio State next week, and maybe I'm getting carried away talking about these things, to, to show the true progress. that Like, a lot of Big Ten teams have figured out a way to get bowl eligible and win six games in recent years. But if they really are building something with Mike Loxley that's going to be significant and going to be a threat in a very difficult league to do it, how important do you think it is to win one or two of these games against truly power programs um, in order to make that definitive statement about where they're headed under Mike Loxley? Well, I'm digging the interview here because you're really striking the right chord. I mean, that's really what you want to do. You want to move in stages. And you knew this was going to be a slow burn, and for many reasons. You know, a lot of it has to do with where you are geographically, what type of players you have access to. That's been mitigated to some degree by Loxley's uh, reach and reputation. I mean, being able to get your quarterback was amazing. I mean, that was that, how that all played out was amazing. But that became a catalytic point as well. But to your deeper point of, of what does this mean big picture? Well, it's absolutely huge. Because Tim and I have had Ohio State already. And let me tell you this. And I'm going to say this with a bit of a, a reservation because I don't like to, even as an analyst, because I feel like I'm still I'm as old as I am. I'm still playing like I'm playing the game. I think like a player. I think like a coach. And not everybody runs well with the full cup of success. It doesn't mean that they are intentionally going to, you know, self implode or anything like that. But it's just the nature of being immature. So this is an inflection point for the Maryland program, in my opinion. Hmm. I've seen Ohio State. I know what Ohio State is. I know what they're not. I've seen Iowa. I know what they are. I, I know what um, Wisconsin is. Historically, they're going to be the same. They're never going to change. Uh, they're going to have varying degrees of, of skill sets uh, at their running back position. But in terms of preparing for them, you know what you're going to face, right? So Maryland has a chance to close that chasm that has been between them and everyone else in the field. I mean, they're right there right now. So if they can run well with a full cup of success and Mike can really get that talented group of guys to appreciate what lays ahead, I'm telling you, this could be an inflection point. I mean, this is a big game. I'm, I, I can say that to you guys, right? but I, I wouldn't say that to my team if I'm, I'm coaching them. Oh, sure. They, they uh, just gotta, be... It's just one game, right? I get exactly yep. what you're saying, Spencer. Yep. It's just one yep. game. We don't think about that type of stuff. All our job is to go out there and beat Iowa. But this big picture stuff, it definitely exists within a program, right? A statement about who you are and what you're building. And what we're excited about, Spencer, is – Mike Loxley wants to be here. He's not looking to win nine games and then bolt for another job. Like, that's mm -hmm. the exciting part is he's getting the job done, and he never wants to leave. And, yeah. and it, it kind of gives you chills a little bit because Maryland football is not that place, right? <laughs> like, that's just not mm -hmm. the spot. But you, want it, you almost get carried away wanting to buy into what it is that Mike Loxley is preaching right now in the direction that they're Well, getting. I think you raised the point of managing expectations. And, again, that doesn't mean you dumb down or you – you you try to create a cushion yep. so that you if you do slip, but you know I think he'll be fine. He'll manage all of that. At Spence Tillman on Twitter is how you give him a follow tomorrow night FS1 eight o'clock for Maryland and Iowa matchup of two unbeaten's and a big opportunity for Maryland to make a huge statement. And you know we were talking about with Timmy the other day, uh, Spencer could be a moment for Talia Tungavailoa. Again, I don't want to get carried away, but he is a big game tomorrow night on national TV. It's the only game on. Um, you know, maybe people start talking about him in the Heisman Trophy race in a couple of weeks. All eyes will be on him, and you better believe uh, if you want to make a statement, that's to do it Friday night, man, and to do it on the stage with a team that's undefeated. You can, you can, you can stretch that a long way. No doubt about it. Spencer Tillman, always a thrill, man. Thank you for taking the time for us. Look forward to seeing you in College Park tomorrow night, and uh, enjoy the game, all right? You bet, guys. Thanks. Take care. Spencer Tillman checking in with us here on GCR. 
uh, one of the best and really enjoyed that conversation. I'm not try- I really am trying to be reasonable about this. It it all does sound like a bit much to say the words like Talia Tungavailoa in the Heisman conversation, but RG three had him on his list. I, yes, yes. He also had uh, uh, Calvert Hall's own uh, Sean Tucker, the uh, running back at Syracuse, on his list as well. Um, I, it's a huge opportunity these next couple of weeks. Y- you win one of these next two games, you say something. And I get it. Ohio State doesn't look great right now, but that's still Ohio State that we're talking about. That's for all of the mountains. Maryland's got to win over Michigan. They've beaten Penn State a couple of times since joining the Big Ten. Ohio State's a mountain they haven't climbed yet. And beating a top-five team, even if we say, hey, you know, it's, it's early on in the season, do we really know if Iowa's a, a top-five team yet? It's fine. But this is Maryland we're talking about. That's a statement, even if Iowa proves ultimately to not be that. Which I'm not suggesting they will be. Their defense is really good. This is a huge chance. It's a huge chance for Maryland to make a statement about where they are in the direction that they're headed over the course of the next couple of weeks, if they could just win one of these two games. They lose them both. They could still very, very well find a way into bowl eligibility and, you know, taking, making progress this season and showing themselves to be a place where players can keep coming because they're building something. But there's a big difference between being a place that looks like you're building something and being a program that's there. And that's what the next couple of weeks present an opportunity for Maryland to show. Hour number one was also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. When we come back in, we're going to uh, listen in to part two of the Tyus Bowser Show with Adafe Owe. That's next, Glenn Clark Radio. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation, State Highway Administration. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. 
once again this season, PressBox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash Sports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. PressBox's Project Game Day, every game day presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirit showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. Tweet us at Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. Every seat is the best seat at MT Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. Let's take a listen to part two of the Tyus Bowser show from earlier this week with Ken Zalis's favorite player, Adafe Owe his special guest. As we pick up uh, segment two, what you need to know is there was a small audio issue and we were uh, talking with um, uh, Tyus about his love of the Netflix show The Crown. Listen in right now here on GCR. Welcome back into the Tyus Bowser show live from the Bowman in Parkville. I'm Glenn Clark. He is, of course, Tyus Bowser, your host, and his special guest tonight is Adafe Owe. We want to thank Great Eights Memorabilia for making this possible. Great Eights Memorabilia is incredible. I love working with Chris and his team on all of their events. Baltimore Celeb Fest 2 is coming to Benfield Sports Center October 16th and features the Great Eights stable of pro wrestling stars like Kurt Angle, the Inspiration, formerly known as the Iconics, the Beautiful People, Tessa Blanchard, and the Briscoes. Also, if you need any help with fundraising or you're a company looking to get exposure, Great Eights Memorabilia will help you reach all of your goals and beyond. Get your meet and greet tickets for Baltimore Celeb Fest and check out all the upcoming signings and the best pricing on memorabilia anywhere in Maryland by visiting GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. You're, like, really into it. Yeah, and it's really it's good. Bad, it's really You're good. watching The Crown, too. I'm not watching it, but I watched a few episodes. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. It's really good, and it's very interesting, and you bring in different... Uh, just really heroes and different people that you heard of, you know what I'm saying? And you get to learn about them. You get to learn about just how the whole family tree works out with, you know, who's next to the crown and, you know, what's going on between their marriage and just the lifestyle and what they go through. And I just find that very interesting. I thought it was all just like a, a reality show drama thing. Like, I thought I'm they a big were... a reality show guy too, but I mean... I didn't. I didn't know what Give they expected. Okay, from what's your go-to reality show? I can't. Oh, oh, wait a second. Is this gonna be as embarrassing as when I admit Probably, I cried? Probably, because I mean, these are more like you know, female. Are you watching guys. Real Housewives? Are you? I watch Real Housewives Whoa. of Atlanta a couple Whoa. times. Uh, Don't judge it. You know my love and hip hop. 
Okay, um, all right, all right. I've... Things, uh, I've been big on BT, so a couple of Tyler Perry's shows, uh, The Oval. I watched, um, what's it called, Sisters. Okay. Um, with my cousins. So, I mean, a couple of reality TV shows. Ad- Adafi, are you, are you saying that you watch Real Housewives? Or? I've watched Real Housewives. Man! Uh, Love and Hip Hop, the Kardashian shows. Yeah, the Kardashian You watch shows. all the Kardashian shows? Not all of them, but, you know, it's, it's good content sometimes. Oh, man. Good. What do you mean by good content? What do you mean by good content? <laughs> no, expose me. <laughs> no, I it's, feel- it's it's content like that's for sure. It's content. There's something going on. There. It's just a little drama, man. Just you know, get away from you know your life and what you go through, and you just figure you see what everybody else is going through. Everybody you know? thinks the football players is like the toughest, like watching shoot them up. Like that's all you're gonna do. Oh, no. You're like, no, bro, we're watching Real Housewives. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know? Watching the Kardashians. That's yeah, what's going on exactly. in our lives, man. I respect it. I've got embarrassing things in my past. I you, promise you. You tell me a few of them. Oh boy, I uh, I watched the Jersey Shore a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what? That's crazy because that was that's what got me into reality TV. Really? Was Jersey Shore? Really? Yes. I, I used to actually live right near there. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. Wait, wait. Uh-huh. So, like in, in Seaside Heights, or exactly? Yeah. Really? I live like 17 minutes away from there. Wait, did you ever see them? Like I, th- I saw um, Snooky. I saw Snooky once, and then uh, Polly D. That's cool, yeah, man. I'm a he, big by the way, he genuinely seems cool, right? No, he's a cool like, dude, man. A cool I hate dude. admitting that, but like, no, he seems... like Pauly D is somebody that I looked up to when I was young. <laughs> like, he was super chill. He stayed out of drama. That's true. He mind his own business, and he lived life to the fullest. And he's a. I've actually seen him DJ you before. Can. Like, That's how you do it. Really, he's legit, man. Like, he's what legit. better life can you ask for, man? It's so embarrassing that we all admitted to watching the Jersey it's Shore. Okay, man. <laughs> Went it's three okay. for three. We're human. We like that type of stuff. All right, I'm gonna give you both the same question. It's a Tyus Bowser show live from the Bowman in Parkville. Um, I'm gonna give you the same, both the same question. When you were in college, so a little bit more recently for you, Adafe, who would have been? You know, you guys didn't get take advantage of nil. Who would have been the most logical company to have sponsored you when you were in college? Like, what were you, where was the place you were going out to? What were you eating the most of? Like, what would have been the most logical sponsor for you when you were in college if NIL had existed? Uh, people don't know this about me, but I used to love McDonald's so much. Really? I would eat McDonald's every day, you know, before... Like- Really? You say you ate McDonald's every day? Every day. Why, bro? You've got it, access it to so much. It gave me powers. I'm so, <laughs> hang on. If, if McDonald's wants to sponsor this show, I love McDonald's, I and love I will McDonald's. eat there every day moving forward. Seriously? Every day? Big Mac, large, 10-piece chicken nuggets, sweet and sour. This is all one meal? One meal. One meal. Big uh, Mac, 10-piece. Yeah. So if they did, because they did like the, the Cactus Jack meal. Yeah. If they did the Adafi Owe meal, this would be the, it would be a Big Mac. Big Mac, large, yep. with a high C orange, then uh, 10-piece chicken nuggets and sweet and sour sauce. And what? Sweet and sour sauce. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yep. Wow, dude. That's wow. It. When did that start? When did your... I've been eating McDonald's, like, religiously since probably, uh, you know, I was in middle school. Wow. Wow, yeah. bro. I've stopped. How now. do you look like now. that? How do you look like that? I was about like to ask the same question. Man. I'm Nigerian. Well, all right, okay. That's all very right, fair, true, too. Fair. That is very true, too. Oh, Tyus, what about you? Who would have been the most logical? Oh, uh, man. Shout out to uh, Chick-fil-A, man. I mean. You know, I they, mean. 
they really when he says every day it would have been three times a day for me oh, at chick-fil-a in college. without a doubt man and then uh mia's table it's like an american uh style restaurant more like a family oriented uh spot and it's really chill. They have great food there, man. And, like, really, every time I go back to Houston, because I stay in Houston now, Yep. Uh, every time I go back home, man, that's one of my main spots that I go to, whether it's just to eat or, you know, to hang out with people or really just to kind of, you know, get away from everything, relax that's or, cool. you know, whatever. So, I mean, Mia's Table has always got great food, man. So, shout out to them. Uh, Adafe, it just struck Like, are you still going to McDonald's every day? Like, nah, I retired. Right. I, retired. <laughs> <laughs> I retired. I mean, I know the food they make in the facility. Like, there's no way you need to be going nah, to McDonald's I, I, I anymore. Can't. It, it won't even sit right in my stomach now. So One of the, I don't remember, one of the, it might be McCary, one of the offensive linemen, like, legit goes to Subway every Every day, yeah. and I'm just like, bro, what? They, you have access to everything you could yeah. possibly want. Like, but what Subway are, be hidden though, man. Subway man I'm not trying to knock food. Subway. I'm not trying to say anything salacious it, it about seems Subway. Like it, man. I'm, just, I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. I, I, I just Subway's feel like good. you can do better. I just feel like you can do better. That's all. I feel like you can do a little. Hey, whatever is available, man. You just gotta go with it. I, uh, I asked everybody what they wanted to know about you this week, Tyus. They want to know your go-to snack food. They want to know your go-to snack food. Go-to snack food. I'm a big um, I'm a big nutter butter guy. Wow. I love peanut butter. I love chocolate. This is like a flashback. So like that nutter butters. Um, Are you the type that like goes and buys a massive case? Uh, and, like, I get the family. I get the family pack. Man. Yeah, man. The family pack. Whenever I'm chilling at the house or it's an off day. Just go right to that pantry, see my big old snacks in right there, and I go and watch my reality TV. And, Sit down, and watch some Real Housewives, yeah, bro, exactly. some Nutter Butters. It's a great day for That's me. That's a pretty good Friday night, bro. It's a That's great, a pretty good great, Friday not pretty good, a great Friday night. Adafi, what about you? Go-to snack food. Go-to snack food. Um, You know, I love a good Lay's pack, but in terms of candy, it would probably be, it's weird. I love Laffy Taffy. Okay. I, love I mean, nobody's going to hate on Laffy yeah, Taffy, bro. Like, Laffy, Laffy Taffy. Taffy's... I could kill a whole bag. That's probably my go-to. In one set, <laughs> you're going to get a whole big old bag. A of... whole big bag. Bro, that's the way I was with Oreos. I... Like, I would get a thing of Oreos. I'd be like, yeah, it'll last me a week. And then you look back, you'd be like, oh, it lasted me a day. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Oreos? I was, okay, you I was always a like purist. A tr- I try every time there's a new one out. You have to immediately go get a pack to try it. Okay. Okay. And in fact, I would bring them into the office. Like, I needed to try it. And I knew if I didn't have them around other people, I would end up eating all of them by myself. Yeah. So, like, I would bring them into the office. That's like me. Right? Yeah, exactly like me. right. Like exactly me. the same okay. deal. Okay. All right. So, you, uh, Tyus, you brought up earlier, you said, everybody's got to do something a little bit better. Can I assume that tackling is probably on that list for this week? Can was, I assume? It was definitely... A point that was brought up during the meetings was tackling. So, yes, we definitely have to tackle a lot better and just really communicating, just staying together as a team. You know, you know, we're going to go through different phases through the game. You know, we're going to be at a good pace. We're going to be at a bad pace. But it's just all about sticking together, just con- continue to um, communicate with each other and just stick together, man. That's just the main thing. No doubt, man. No doubt. You, you know, can you speak to the difficulty? There are people that be like, Man, you guys needed a last-second field goal to win. Can you talk to how difficult it is to win on the road in the NFL anywhere you go? And then particularly, as you guys alluded to, 
down as many dudes as you were to yeah. try to hang in there, hold them. By the way, shut them out for a half, yeah. which is remarkable, yeah. right? Like, just the difficulty for people that are like, you should win every game by eight touchdowns, yeah. why it's not quite that easy. I mean, you got to understand that this is the National Football League, man, and we're playing against the greatest players in the world, you know, regardless of the team, whether they're 12-1, and 15-1, and 0-16, oh like the – with the Browns, I yep. mean, yep. that was a that was a time where we didn't, you know, look at them any differently than the New England Patriots, you know, because that team was good, regardless of what your record. You went is, up man. against those all those dudes good. in college, like you Absolutely. knew exactly. Those guys are legit, and people just don't understand that. You know, you can't look at the record. You got you got to understand you're playing against grown men who are the best in the world, and you got to bring it every single week, regardless of what their record is. No doubt, man. Adafe, this, this first taste of being a Baltimore Raven, these first few weeks, seeing you mentioned the jerseys and everything that you saw. You've been in the NFL for three weeks. People out here wearing your jersey tonight, man. Like, can you, can you put into words what the experience has been like for you being a Baltimore Raven? Man, it's, it's like I'm, I'm still living in a dream, like, because, you know, I, I had a dream of being in the NBA, having my, people wearing my NBA jersey. Now I'm in the NFL, I have people wearing my NFL jersey. So it's just, it's crazy because I had the chance to, you know, just build who, like, you know, the, the hype for me and, and my brand every single time I get on the field. And that's just what I want to do. Just work hard for, you know, the city of Baltimore, for Maryland, and just, you know, try to bring something special to the team. So it's just, it's a blessing being in this position, you know, being able to, you know, put on for the Ravens, put on for my family and, I just, I just can't wait to continue to do, do, do I, more. I remember talking to you before the draft, and, like, I, I sensed something from you that, like, you really thought Baltimore yeah. was, like, a legit uh -huh. possibility and, like, a legitimately unique fit. Yep. Can you speak to that? Like, go back to that. Mm -hmm. Did you kind of know this could end up working out really perfectly for you if it was that? It's crazy. I spoke to you right before I got drafted, and it was about, you know, getting drafted to Baltimore. And I spoke to someone else, and I was—I really felt like I was coming here. I really felt like it felt good that you know this was going to be a great landing spot. My sister lives here, you know. It just—it was just set up so perfectly, and for it to happen on draft day, me not getting drafted 27th, you know, Rashad getting drafted there. So I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> it might not happen. But then they got another pick from the Chiefs, and I was like, okay, okay, it might happen. And then 31 came, got the call from the Costa and everything, and it was just. You know, a rush of emotions, changed my name and everything. It was just crazy. It was crazy. For people, so are, pe are people still struggling with that at all? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. still a little bit of that going on. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to change your Twitter? Are you going to? I'm going to change it. I'm on the process of changing it now. It's a little hard. I'm trying to keep my verification. So. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's tough. You can't give that up. Exactly. Right? That's get that blue man. check, man. It's coming. Got to get that blue check. Man, Adafe Owe, ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight. Hey, if you follow a tractor trailer too closely, it can't see you and you can't see what's in front of him. Tailgating could change our lives forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. This message is brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. Tyus Bowser, two weeks down. We're going to take a couple weeks off. Okay. You guys got a Monday night game in there, so that's going to be a short week. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be back in three weeks. Man. We'll be at Twain's Tavern down in Pasadena on October 19th. That'll be our next show. Um, I'm having a lot of fun hanging out with you. I'm on enjoying Tuesday. this, man. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really enjoying, man. You're a great dude. Y'all like doing the show with Tyus Bowser, y'all. 
I like him. I like him right that, there. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Tyus, uh, remind everybody where they can follow you on Twitter uh, and Instagram. It's, it's at tbowser23. I'll go ahead and answer that for him. That's Tyus Bowser, the Tyus Bowser show from this week uh, with the Dafe Way. And if you missed any of it, go to glennclarkradio.com right now. Find it there. And don't forget, we've also posted my video of my uh, jump with the uh, U.S. Army Golden Knights yesterday. You can find that at pressboxonline.com slash video as well. One more break to get to. Today's show is also brought to you by Glory Days Grill. The Oktoberfest menu is in full force. Love the chicken schnitzel. Oh, what's not to love about the chicken schnitzel? The Brewer's Sausage Platter. Oh, oh, there's so much delicious on the Oktoberfest menu at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. You can order online, glorydaysgrill.com, or you can dine out on the patio, dine in the dining room. Make sure you try the Brewer Sausage Sandwich, the Prussian Pretzel Rolls, the Slam Dunk Pretzels, the Apple Cobbler, all of it. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. We'll come back in, make our picks, then the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. That's on the way, Glenn Clark Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. It's back to school time, and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back-to-school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy, wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpacks, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Bear Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Bear Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, beer, wine, and spirits, showcase and so much more come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the maryland five star at fair hill october 14th through 17th buy your tickets now at maryland five star.us with the number five i love you more than selfie poses i love you more than spraying hoses i love you more than bird calls but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs. 
Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Nothing but net. And if you missed any of the Tyus Bowser show, you're probably feeling silly. Make sure you don't miss the next one. It is coming up on Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. Find out more at pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. It's all brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia, as well as Pressbox and True Strong Services. Today's show also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com. Hello, Ken Zalis. Hey. Picks are going to be brought to you this week by Underdog Fantasy Football. How'd uh, your week go in playing uh, Underdog this past week? It was kind of an up and down week. Um, Mr. Brown cost me a, a few mm. a few shekels. Um, mm. The uh, he needed to get the sixty yards, and we know the problems he had, and wound up with fifty six. So, um, <laughs> a slam dunk turned into quite a problem, um, but uh, made up for it on the Monday night. So. Did, did kind of okay. All right. We are still giving you the opportunity to get $10 free when you sign up for Underdog Fantasy Football, underdogfantasy.com, or download the Underdog app. Use the code PRESSBOX when you deposit $10 or more. You will get $10 free to play with. Again, it's not like every other fantasy football site that's just weekly or daily fantasy games. They have parlays and they have um, yeah, player props. Prop bets, and, exactly right. And you can over unders and player versus player. Like there's a. It feels much more great. like betting, which is what we're missing out because the state couldn't get their ass together in time for football season. But that's a topic for a different day. Instead, the topic today is underdog fantasy football. Download the app. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Use the code PRESSBOX. Get 10 bucks free to play with when you deposit $10 or more. It's as simple as that. Not a lot of movement last week. Right now, Andrew Steck and I are tied at the top of the table, but we're both 15 and 17. It ain't great. Uh, KZ's a game back. Kyle's two games back. John Proctor is, is having an awful year at 11 and 21. <laughs> But yet still only four games back. Um, that's that's just how bad things have been. Three college games, six NFL games. Where are we starting? Uh, we are starting at home, of course, tomorrow night. Perhaps the biggest game in Maryland football in the last couple of decades, maybe a decade and a half probably. It's been a while, yeah, sure. As they host the number five Iowa Hawkeyes, a game at 7.30 on Fox. The line, Maryland being given only three and a half points. A lot of respect. That's a lot of respect for Maryland. Um, I mean, I said it. They're still three and a half point home dogs, but that's still a lot of respect considering this is Maryland football we're talking about. This is the goofy part to me is I think what that line is really saying is is we don't still know exactly how we feel about Iowa. Um, that we are still a little confused about exactly who Iowa is and that doesn't stun me all that much um I am I know they're good they beat they have a common opponent in Kent State and it was very similar Iowa beat them 30 to 7 not really overwhelming you know they haven't scored a ton of points since the Indiana game The hell, why not? Maryland. I could, they could lose by a field goal and still that. I, Maryland. 
wasted all that time with something we already knew you were going to do. You I homer. didn't know what I was going to do. I'm taking Iowa. How'd that work out for you last time? What? What? I took Maryland last week. Oh, did you? Yeah, you did. All right, never mind then. Um, <laughs> for what it's worth, <laughs> as I said before the show with Glenn, I said, F it. I'm taking Maryland. I think it's about the offense for Maryland is potent. The offense for Iowa isn't really. We don't know. We just don't you know. know how potent they are. So I think that Maryland should be able to score regardless of how good the defense is with the receivers that they have. Yeah, and Talia's yeah. looked as good as any quarterback in football. So, you know, why not? Roll the dice. Hell, uh, sure. The rest of everyone else is on Iowa. I get it. I get it. Next, top ten battle. Number eight, Arkansas, goes to number two, Georgia. A noon game, oddly, on ESPN. Crazy. The spread doesn't exactly look like a top ten game. Georgia minus eighteen and a so, half. It's so, so ridiculous, insane. isn't it? But man, this is a Georgia team that beat Clemson. This is a Georgia team that 10 like to three or whatever. Right? I know, yeah. but people are genuinely buying into the idea that Georgia is like the favorite for the national championship. Which they might be. They could like, win by it, fifteen. <laughs> let's see it beat Alabama first. Um, Arkansas, there's a, a lot, and I'm worried that we're overreacting them beating Texas A&M. And what we might really learn at some point is that Texas A&M was just completely fraudulent. But the line is so crazy. You, ha- you have to pick Arkansas, don't you? It's exactly what they want you to you do, You might though. say that. It's exactly what they want you to do. I'm st- I'm, I can't. I wish I could. I wish I had the balls to take Georgia. I don't. You don't have the balls to take Georgia? No. It's, the, it's I, I think big. Vegas is like begging people to, to take Arkansas, so I'm going to take Georgia. I, I hear just, you. That is an insane. When I saw that line, I'm like, he added a one, right? right. Like, like, like there's a typo from last week. 18 and a half. Oh, top 10. And I'm going to I'm going to take Georgia. I I, I thought Ar- that Vegas was begging us to take West Virginia last week. Yeah. And that didn't work out. I, I mean 18 and a half is crazy. They could lose by 17 and cover. So That was the easiest money in my entire life taking West Virginia last week. Well, like, good for it you, was Glenn. the dumbest line ever. I'm on Arkansas as is everybody but Kenzo. Oh, All right. good. All right, there you it's the go. only way to make up ground. Where am, what place am I in? Uh third, I think. Oh. Uh, next, maybe fourth, I don't know. <laughs> number seven, Cincinnati goes to number nine, Notre Dame. This a 2.30 matchup on NBC with the spread being Notre Dame. Home dogs being given one and a half points. Home dogs after they... They were impressive last week. Well, they were impressive in the, in the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. In they the fourth were not quarter, not impressive yes. until With a the backup quarterback. Uh, and that's Pine. Um, like Matt Pine, our buddy Matt Pine is claiming him as a cousin. Um, <laughs> a lot of people like Cincinnati's quarterback as a potential NFL prospect. This is this is really tough. I. This just sort of feels like the game that that Notre Dame gets some sort of goofy gift again because. They're going to be shoved down our throats the rest of the year, despite the fact that we know that they're not nearly as good as their record says they are. And being being that the number is so small, I'm going to have to take Notre Dame. I refuse to take Notre Dame in any kind of wagering situation, so I'm going to take Cincinnati. Because just, it requires you to root for Notre Dame. Correct. Yeah. Not, correct. I understand. Sort of where that. I'm at. It's more of a hopeful pick with Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. I know nothing about them other than that the quarterback's supposed to be good. I know their defense yeah. is really good. And if their defense is good, that makes me feel better also. Because yes. I don't, we still don't know if Notre Dame's for real. They, you know, we'll I see. I have no idea. If no idea. I don't know if Cincinnati's for real, though. So I just know the way my life has gone is that every time I know Notre Dame's not that good, somehow they just keep I hear you. winning games and they force their way into the playoff and we have to deal with 
with them when we all know they don't deserve to be there. I hear you. I hope it's not true, though. Uh, you and John Proctor are on Notre Dame. The rest on Cincinnati. So take with that way, as you will. Desmond Ritter is the quarterback. Of course it is. You hear me? You and John Proctor. That's not great. And on to the NFL. On Sunday, 1 o'clock on CBS, the Cleveland Browns travel to the Minnesota Vikings. The spread in this ballgame is Vikings plus two. Well, the Vikings looked good last week. Or did Seattle look bad? Yes. Yeah, I mean, sure, both, but like the Vikings look good. And they Seattle's did it. secondary is pretty bad. They, yeah, but they didn't. They won't let Russell throw 40 times a game they for also, some ungodly reason. They also did it without Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. who we are to understand might be back. Could be back. He was unlimited. Um, I'm going to take Minnesota. I'm going to take Minnesota. I don't believe in either of these teams for the record. Um, The only thing that's weird to me is Minnesota, like, they're a field goal away from beating Arizona. And what was the goofy thing? They're two plays away from being 3-0. The only thing I... And Kirk Cousins is always great at this time of year. I I believe in two things in these teams. I believe in the pass rush of Mm -hmm. the Browns. And I believe in the passing game. I believe in long walks on the beach. I believe in deep kisses that last for three days. And being days. at home in that dome, they're really good there normally. So I'm going to take the two points and the Vikings as well. I also believe in Cleveland's running game, for what it's worth. Yes. And yes. so I kind of could see this being one of those. The Don't pass rush forces right. Kirk Cousins long, to make mistakes. Long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last three days. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we were, we were wondering. Uh, the pass rush. You guys know selling my Bull Durham reference. You can just get the f out of here. <laughs> like what? You offer nothing to society. No selling my Bull Durham reference. The pass rush forces Cousins to make mistakes. Then they can control the clock. And Beckham looked pretty good last week. He did. Um, I'll take Cleveland for what it's worth. Uh, you guys are the only ones on Minnesota. All right. The next game, we've got the Carolina Panthers, the undefeated Carolina Panthers, Sands Christian McCaffrey. Going down to Jerry World to face off against the 2-1 Dallas Cowboys off of an impressive victory on Monday night. The line on this 1 p.m. game on Fox is Dallas minus four and a half. That's the rough part, right? you're, You're buying into Dallas. I mean, Dak Prescott has been... Just absolutely outstanding. Um, clearly, this two-headed monster in the run game is working for them, and their defense has definitely been better than you expected it to be coming into the season. Trayvon Diggs looks good. He looks unbelievably good. But Carolina's played well, and you're playing with four and a half points, and yeah, Dallas. I'll take Carolina. I, I, I like what they're doing. I know there's no McCaffrey, um, but... They're protecting Darnold. Darnold's throwing the ball well. He's got good uh, wide receivers. Uh, made an interesting trade this week to get rid of their starting tight end because they believe in the Notre Dame kid, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy, Tommy Turnbull. Um, and Dallas, is, the one thing Philly refused to do for some reason, and it was a kooky game because they got behind so quick, is run the ball against a, def- uh, a defense that is missing a lot of pieces up front. I don't think Carolina will make the same mistake. And I'll take the the plus field goal points for them to win. This broke down to me about how Carolina wasn't terribly impressive against Houston. 
when I watched. That's it true. seemed like Darnold was really zeroing in on DJ Moore and targeting him on like 50% of his passes. Never a bad idea. But if Trayvon Diggs is playing as well as he is, then in theory you should at least have a decent matchup there for Dallas, and Micah Parsons looks like a rock star. And then Dallas's offense appears to be quite formidable. Mm-hmm. Um, and at home, four and a half, I kind of, I think they can cover that. So I'm on Dallas. Uh, Glenn and I are alone oh on boy. Dallas. Oh, so. boy. Well, take well, as you will. I went, I went in alone with KZ on the last game. I, I went alone with Proctor yeah. on the other game. What the hell is going on here? Hitching your wagon to some people here. Uh, we have got a couple of quality divisional matchups in the best division in football. A 4.05 game on Fox features the Arizona Cardinals. Traveling to the upstart Los Angeles Rams, a Fox game, as I said, the Rams, similarly to the Dallas Cowboys, four and a half point favorites. It would seem silly to bet against the Rams at this point. It would seem that way. The Cardinals, yet, are, the Cardinals have looked really good. They looked awful last week. They the first awful. Half. They looked awful in the first half, and then they looked great in the second half, and they were playing a one o'clock game on the East Coast. Who did they play? No, they're not good. I'm not arguing with that. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Ah, the Rams. I said last week. I still believe it. They're the best team in football. I will take the Rams. I still think Arizona can score with them, though. I hear you. I, I think do they hear can you. hold it to three, uh, even if they don't win. I think they can cover that four and a half point spread. I get that. Mm-hmm. I am alone on Arizona. Ooh. Riding solo. Riding yeah. solo. Uh, as I mentioned, the next divisional matchup in the NFC West features the Seattle Seahawks traveling to San Francisco to face the 49ers, a similarly 405 kickoff on Fox. The spread, San Francisco, minus three. I saw some really interesting numbers. Can I go last on this? Sure. Okay. I will take um, the 49ers simply because I do not like – whoever is calling plays in Seattle and what they're trying to do and the that. ridiculousness of trying to be balanced, especially against a 49er front seven, four, whatever you want to think is the better number there, that is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, and offensively, uh, Garoppolo's playing well um, right now. He's playing okay. He's mm-hmm. playing good enough. It doesn't matter who the running back is because we never know who the running back is. Um so until Seattle shows me that they're going to allow Russell to be the player that we all know he is with the weapons that he has around him, I'm going to take the 49ers. Um, for not much of a reason other than a hunch, I'm on Seattle Great because, game. you know, they have Russell Wilson. I know, but they're not letting him be Russell Wilson. They never have. Yeah. Well, they did early. They did it. They did for a short time. And then they were like, oh, we were having too much success. Let's not do this anymore. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they were kind of woken up to an extent about last week's effort and how they lost to the Vikings by not letting Russell Wilson be Russell Wilson. So with the Niners' secondary being sort of banged up and – Russell Wilson being Russell Wilson, I'm on Seattle. As, as always, we're taking forever. I'm so sorry. Yeah. If you're tuning in for the Pressbox Fantasy Football Show, we'll get to it in a minute. Um, these are the numbers I wanted to tell you about from uh, ActionNetwork.com. Kyle Shanahan as a favorite, 8-19-1 in good? his career against the spread. Russell Wilson so do. as a road underdog, 20-11-2. Um, coming off a loss against the spread, 26-14-4. Something's got to give. 
Well, no, those those, those, those are all those are all in, in yeah. favor. I'm of, saying on the other side. Oh, right? okay. You're just saying it's time. It's time. Time to reverse the trend. Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks is the pick. Uh, John Proctor agrees with us, Glenn. So oh, we're screwed. No. Terrible, <laughs> terrible choice. <laughs> all right. Second to last game here, the Sunday night game, the biggest game of history in the NFL. Uh, Tom Brady returns to New England. Uh, of course, this is an 8-15 Can we just get to the part game. where we say Buccaneers and move yeah. forward? New England <laughs> anybody, plus seven. Is anybody Buccaneers. Take the seven? Buccaneers. I mean, it seems like they're going to win by 30, right? Yes. Right, yeah. right. Uh, for whatever reason, Andrew Steck is on New hey, England. Hey, man. Okay, you know, go ahead. I, I get it. Go ahead. And last but not least, the Baltimore Ravens. I'm trying to think of what that number would have to be for me to bite on the bucket. Uh, and the 14 and a half, Patriots, maybe. Yeah, yeah like maybe that. 14 The Baltimore Ravens going to Denver, of course, to face the 3 You know, this Broncos. is definitely a, reser- a, re- a reverse lock situation, though. Like, this is where Bill Bill Belichick has been conjuring for a year and a half. He's just, going to invent I, 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 a new way to play the sport I said that to somebody. I was, yeah. like, I was like, somebody said, do you like the Patriots defense? I said, I really don't hate them as much as everybody else wants to. I said because this is what he does. Yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I'm not I can't it. take it. <laughs> uh, the Ravens going to the Broncos. This is 4.05 on CBS. I assume that means there will be two 4 o'clock games this weekend with the quality of games in the NFC West, I would hope at least. Uh, the line here, Denver minus one. Ravens. Kick would be good from 70 and mile high, right? Maybe, so maybe. so it's only a point, so I'll take the Ravens. Hey, man. I get it. I'm on the Ravens as well. Only Andrew Stecka. Ooh, Stecka going low. It's not going to be an easy game. Oh, it's not going to be an easy game. There's no doubt. Of course, we will be with you for Project Game Day on Sunday. KZ is back. Because, I heard that. Because it's not a 1 o'clock game. I was, like, I was so. like, wait. I was like, this is a this is a 4 o'clock game. I, I didn't think I was back. Read his schedule. Uh, she does the 1 o'clock games. That's what she's doing for us. Who did my contract? Uh, you did it yourself. I and know. you got a lot that's, of things to answer to. Project Game Day this Sunday. Uh, I'll be with you at halftime. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. KZ joins me for post game, uh, both there and at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. It's all brought to you by our friends at Window Nation as well as Glory Days Grill and Underdog Fantasy Football. We'll see you for Project Game Day this Sunday. All right. Uh, we, we won't be doing Tidbit today because we are well out of time. If we had been doing it, it would have been brought to you by Window Nation. Final day for you to take advantage of the back-to-school offer. Buy two windows, get two free, plus 0% financing for 24 months. 866-90Nation or windownation.com. Tubular brought to you today by the new print issue of PressBox, which is available right now for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the other hundreds of locations around town where you find it. Or read it all, PressBoxOnline.com with Marlon Humphrey on the cover. Orioles, Red Sox, 7 o'clock on Masson, Nick Pavetta and Alexander Wells. MLB Network, Brewers, Cardinals, 1, Phillies, Braves, 7, Padres, Dodgers, 1030. Of course, Jaguars, Bengals, big one tonight, 820 on the NFL Network. ESPN's got Virginia and Miami at 730. Golf Channel for round one of the PGA Sanderson Farms Championship. Throw out all the records when they get to Sanderson Farms. Four o'clock for that. WNBA playoffs, Chicago, Connecticut, eight o'clock for game two there. Phoenix and Vegas, game two at 10. Uh, that's on ESPN2. TNT's first foray into hockey. If that's something that interests you, preseason stuff, Flyers, Bruins, 7.30, Knights, Kings at 10. WWE Network for NXT UK at 3. Access TV for Impact Wrestling at 8. Some non-sports highlights. Non-sports. You've got what we do in the shadows, 10 o'clock on FX. Uh, Didis and Miro at 11 on Showtime. On the late night front, Jeff Daniels on Fallon. Uh, Colin Jost with the return of SNL this weekend is going to be on Seth Meyers. Owen Wilson's hosting. 
Also, the uh, they got the best Trump impersonator in the game. Ah, I do. That guy is incredible. Yeah. There's no doubt. Uh, stuff and things. Check Go home. Out at GlennClarkRadio.com. Go home. We'll we'll purchase you a Lego set. The, the Scooby Doo one's my favorite. Scooby Doo one's very good. Uh, there's they a, should there's it, a they should call it Velma. They, there's a Weird Al one that's really good too. Uh, that guy is great. What's yeah. his name? Jane? I made a, my girlfriend made a stupid bet. She bet me twenty dollars. He won't be doing a Trump impersonation on SNL. He would have never gotten the job, I yeah, don't think, I mean, if not the, for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So, there, so yeah. free money. All right. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks today to um, uh, Spencer Tillman. Thanks also to Brandon Stokely. We'll get that picks up in the greatest hits section of the Arch. tab at glennclarkradio.com. Again, the video from my jump with the U.S. Army Golden Knights is available. Pressboxonline.com slash video, as is the entirety of the Tyus Bowser show. Tomorrow on the program, the Hall of Famer James Lofton joins us. He's on the call for Ravens-Broncos Sunday on CBS with Andrew Catalan. Of course, uh, Senator Justin Reedy. We will um, get the Senator's suggestions for the weekend of college football. Pressbox Ravens beat writer Bo Smolka. Stuff and things on a Friday edition of the program. Thanks to everybody at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, Baltimore Ravens, Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, Maryland Five Star, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter at K Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday night. Go go Diamondbacks. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too. If you're with us uh, audio-wise, do nothing. We'll be back in one second on the video. Just give us a minute. Hit refresh. We'll be back with the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. For whatever reason, different transition here as someone deleted the one that we're used to from iTunes. But we will get going. Welcome into the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Glenn Clark, Kyle Ottenheimer, and of course, your lovely and talented host, Mr. Ken Zalis. Good morning, KZ. Good morning. How are you, my friend? I am fantastic. Yeah? Yeah? You, uh, you know, trying to make a trade over there. I am trying to make Talking a trade. Talking about us all, all morning. Yeah. Well, somebody wants to uh, 
uh, trade Devontae Adams because his uh, team in a dynasty league is not good. So I offered Kyle Pitts and my first-round pick next year. And then I think he, BB pieces, that would be helpful. Yeah, in a, in a dynasty league. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And he just wants to expand it with a bunch of garbage. and. Uh, Trying, anyway. to, trying to muddy the waters. It's if just, you will. just, it's a very simple deal. It's a, it's a two for one. Just, yeah, just, just, right? just make the done. trade for God's sakes. Yeah, what yeah, are you and, doing? And you offer, offer me somebody that is maybe he doesn't know him from Baltimore. Ah, know. yeah, right. He's <laughs> unaware that you, you have no interest in that particular player. <laughs> Hey, Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back. It features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets hand-breaded in herb panko and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, the Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on Draft. Dine on their patios or in their dining rooms or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years and says thank you, fans. Get your questions in right now at Glenn Clark Radio. We will pose them to KZ here in a few minutes. But um, I feel like this is the appropriate thing for me to do. Do you, you want a hug? Why? Do I know. You, do you want a hug? No, I'm okay. Right. I, I, I've had some time to process and... Very sad day. Of course, you know. yeah, Ken's struggling this week struggling. because of um, James, White James White being placed on. It's a IR. bummer. Yes, it is. As as for doing this show as long as we have, you all know that my you and affection I both. for yeah. James White goes. You know, used to be Danny Woodhead, and then you know it was James White, and oh, he's out for the year with a hip injury, and it just sucks. What does it mean for any other back in New England? It if means anything? absolutely nothing because I, no you know, one's going to be him. No one's him. I mean, J.J. Taylor, if you're looking for maybe somebody that's going to catch some pass. I know Bolden got a bunch of touches last week, but they were they just couldn't run the ball at all. So it's still it's still Damian Harris, who's you know sort of game. You know, if they're if they get fall behind, he's he he he's game script dependent. I guess you, we want to call him, but he's the best back there. Uh, somebody said, you know, are they going to sign somebody? I, whatever. I mean, it, there's no one out there. So it's it's Harris. I mean, if you want to take a flyer on JJ Taylor at the end of your bench, sure. I took a bunch but, of Ramondre Stevenson flyers to start. Yeah, the year. I mean, he's going to probably come back at some point after he's off IR. Um, in a couple weeks, but uh, this whole IR thing with two, three weeks, I it's very difficult to follow anymore. Um, but yeah, but it's it's Harris. I I wouldn't I wouldn't spend a lot of fab more than a dollar on any of these guys. I wouldn't rush out if you're one of these people that likes to have the top waiver wire and you have a top three waiver wire. I wouldn't rush out to. They're not helping you. All right, let's talk about Chuba Hubbard. Um, we don't know how long it's going to be, but it nope. does. If if you were panicked about Christian McCaffrey on Thursday night, then the news since then has been better for you. Well, yes. The rule said that they are hopeful he could be back after three weeks. So I don't know right. why they wouldn't put him on three IR in that case. Yeah, I heard. I I actually heard uh, coming in today. Somebody said that it's possible. They had one of these NFL doctors. They said it's possible um, that he's back for week five. It'll it'll just depend on you know how quick a healer he is and 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 you know the the progress he makes in practice but look i mean uh, at this point if hubbard was on your waiver wire he had to be added 
if you were a McCaffrey owner, I swore I wasn't going to use pr- waiver priority I, to get him. Apparently, I put a claim in for him in one league, and I'm feeling like a well, dope for him. You know done what? I, I traded for him. I I look at it this well, way. But you're a McCaffrey owner. But but no. I, but, no. I, but I'm I look just at it. At running back. I look at it this way. Uh, for the next two weeks, he's going to get an audition. I think the kid can play. Um, I thought he could play um, a couple years ago, and then you know they said he ran a little slow, so his draft status went down whatever would have been a maybe the number one running back taken if he had come out the year before or at least in the top three um they like they're going to use him very similarly stop saying he's not christian mccaffrey well no duh nobody is neither was mike davis yeah mike davis was in and goes and this is a better athlete than than mike davis and mike davis was wildly uh you know, effective in that offense. I think the offense that they run, the running back, he's going to be a, a top 20 running back for me this week. He's be a top 20 running back as long as McCaffrey's out. But if you own McCaffrey, he was a must-have. I, I, I told somebody, I said, you're 70% of your fab. I mean, you, what, do you, what, do you, what, what are you holding it for? Right. Um, and he should have been on your number, team to begin the with. Number, yeah. Right, he should have been on your team to begin with. If you weren't a McCaffrey owner, somebody asked me, he goes, do I use my number one waiver priority on him? Yes, you do. Because at worst, McCaffrey come back and shows he's healthy for two weeks, and you trade him to the McCaffrey owner for something you need. I mean, this is, this is easy for me, everybody should have been trying to get this player if he wasn't already on a roster. And if you're, and if you are, if you own him and you don't own McCaffrey, start talking now to the McCaffrey owner and say, you know, hey, you think he's going to be back, but I'm offering this guy to you now. Sell him high because once McCaffrey's back, obviously, yeah, there's not. Not, There's no not value, value now, at all. Now, but if you're a McCaffrey owner, obviously you're holding him. And your hamstrings can be tricky. If yeah, 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 you can be re-injured, but yeah. you hold on to this guy. But yeah, I mean, num- I mean, top twenty guy. Hey, if somehow you know, right now he's on a waiver wire. Invite me to your league and right. go get him. No, I, I don't think there. I don't think yes, there is, think but you know, thing. there there are some leagues with really shallow benches and things like that. So. Where are you with the Josh Gordon conversation? Um, I'm eight years ago. He was good. I'm very aware of that. That's where I am. So would you no. have? I, hang on a second. No. Okay. The answer is no. Okay. I wouldn't add him. I wouldn't. He has no value. I, I'm not trying to argue that I did. I most certainly did not. But even I didn't. Whoa. Whoa. Well, see, that's all we need Whoa. to know. That's more amazing than Josh Gordon being a- available. I mean, it oh, was literally his last good year was I'm, 2013, folks. I'm aware. He's 30 now. I mean, he's 30. I mean, that's not to say he couldn't still have some good games, but Sure. Yes. Sure. He well, can, and I think what people are reacting to is him being in Kansas City where they have had no ability to establish anybody as the primary you have, second You're option. right, but you still have Hardman, you still have I'm, Robinson, I'm, you still yeah. have Pringle, you have all these guys, and the and 90% of the targets go through two guys. Well, so even if he's there, we're talking about a guy that you're hoping in a week it's gets Sammy two Watkins targets. It's the kind of situation where he might even, have a huge game once in Sammy every Watkins. blue moon. But they're, you know. I mean, you're you're praying for a 30-yard touchdown or whatever. No, he's not worth an ad. I saw un, 
insane amount of money found well, that, that's thrown at him. Like, that's absolutely... I mean, insane. If, if you are just picking somebody up, not on waiver. If you're using waiver priority, no. you're nuts. But if, if he's through waivers was, and he's sitting there, I can't be it, mad at any... My God, you're carrying somebody on your roster that's worthless, too. No, not that worthless. Not not that not you. You're picking up the fifth wide receiver on a team, who hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't been good in eight years. I, dude, I understand. Eight years. I understand. Name somebody. Seven, seven Casey. Seven. Name somebody we that. Play, I name play in somebody a that you, retired. But I play in a league with you where we're doing no kicker and no defense, and like the, the guys that we're picking up in that league are awful. They're yes, they awful. are, and uh, this is. There are guys available even in that league that I would take flyers on before I would take it with Josh Gordon. So, no. He's a no for me. You know, it's just somebody asked a question. I forgot how I answered the question. I mean, it's just you're just it's no. Just no. I don't know how else to say it. If you wasted, I'm sorry, if you wasted even a dollar on Josh Gordon going on your team, just no. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. You wait. You might as well go take your next dollar and just light it on fire because that's what you just did. Well, again, that's a different – we're having two different conversations. Either one. I agree with you that there is no world in I which I wouldn't even waste a – I'm saying you are underselling how many roster spots in fantasy football leagues are being There's, used on – Guys that are of no help whatsoever. I guarantee you there are three guys more helpful than I'm Josh Gordon. I'm trying to look at guys that are available <laughs> I, in, your I guarantee you. in your stupid league. The top guys that are available are uh, – I would take Terrace Marshall. There you go. <laughs> right do. there. Why I'm, is Terrace Marshall available? I don't know. Shouldn't be. I may go make a move right now. I'm, I'm dropping him on Amon Ross St. Brown, who I wanted to believe in. I really I, wanted, I, I wanted to, too. I wanted to believe in that right. guy. I agree with you. not there. I'm picking up Terrace Marshall in that league. Why is he available? That makes no sense whatsoever. I don't know. I may have dropped him. Well, it's tough picking a week to play him and find him. No, that is, yeah. is a good point. That is a good point. Like, he's on your roster, and he's just sitting there not playing him. Right. That's, that's right. sort of the Terrace Marshall story yeah. to this point. But I like him a lot. I like him a lot. He's, he's it. Actually, and he's I been really involved like a little guy. bit. It'll be interesting in Carolina, speaking of him. What that trade? I mean, I I, I added Trimble where I uh, Tommy Trimble when I could, mm-hmm. um, but Marshall is like that big slot. Do they use him in sort of a tight endy ish way now? Does it a does tight endy ish? I like that. that um, no, I'm using that in okay. a sentence later this week. <laughs> um, but do they use him in that way? I I I think it'll be interesting to see how that how those targets kind of uh, uh, are divided because Arnold was getting some targets. Sure. You know? Sure, sure. There's no doubt. All right, every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com/tickets. Is there anything else big, big, big story wise this um, week? I mean, not big story wise. I mean, as far as waiver wires go, I, I think you know we're talking about speculative ads. I think with the news that uh, Marlon Mack is is on the trading block and. He's looked good even coming back from the Achilles, and they, they said last week that they held him out. And my first thought was like, oh, no, you know, he came up sore or something. But they said they held him out purposely because they're looking for trade partners. He's worth to be on the back of your bench in most leagues. Um, if you get to Sunday morning somebody that you're like, well, there's no way I'm starting that guy, drop that guy and pick up Marlon Mack if he's available because this news came out yesterday or the day before. But that's the type of speculative move. I mean, what if he gets traded to the 49ers? Sure. 
or Baltimore for that matter. Or Baltimore for that matter. For what it's worth, I picked up Le'Veon in both of my leagues, just on the off chance that he's ready to get called up and nobody else has really seized the been, opportunity been in Baltimore. Very, as I said, I just don't think it's going to be worth playing a Ravens running back. Uh, it, well, if anyone that could seize it, in, right? Until, until we hit a point in which you see like two or three consecutive weeks of I a guy, it. you know. The fantasy it. community is so up in arms about Tyson Williams that – the fact that he can't get touches. He's like in the top five with six 10-plus-yard carry rushes on the year, and the other names are just like <laughs> McCaffrey and Cook and Hunt. and like The other names are like superstars in fantasy football, and they just won't give him the ball. But this is and, – and I mean this with no disrespect yeah. to your community. This is what happens when fantasy people insulate themselves oh, oh, no. instead of talking to who's actually – Actually oh. there and who knows what's going on oh, in the we, city. Uh, and I said where, that to everybody. Where I tried telling everyone, like you are getting carried away about Tyson Williams. Like you're you're losing you're you losing do. rational thought you as you do this. But you see what what the what the community doesn't understand is why uh he's losing carries to Devontae Freeman. <laughs> so that's well, because they believe that Devontae Freeman I, I isn't going to get somebody murdered back I there. I understand. Like, well, yeah. I, well, you and I can have a different conversation about that because if that was your concern, why was he the only running back playing in the fourth quarter when you were in pass-happy mode the entire fourth quarter? But that's a fair be question. That, be it's that as it question. may. Be that as it may. We'll get, we'll get back to fantasy football. <laughs> when we come back in, we're going to answer your questions. Get them in the comments uh, or tweet me at Glenn Clark Radio, and we will pose them to KZ next. This is the PressBox Fantasy Football Show. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on Drag. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. If you change lanes and brake suddenly in front of my tractor trailer, I won't be able to stop. Our lives can change forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. What's up, everybody? This is Tyus Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Tyus Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on PressBox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by PressBox. Grade 8's memorabilia, and true strong services.
All right, back in here on G- the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, that is, of course. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Kyle Ottenheimer. But that is Ken Zalis, your host of the program. I knew that. Uh, KZ, Underdog Fantasy Football has been a lot of fun. Uh, we're still giving away free money. You download the app. You go to underdogfantasy.com. You use the code PRESSBOX. And when you deposit $10 or more, we give you $10 free to play with as well. What are you doing on Underdog Fantasy Football? Well, right now I'm looking at uh, the over-unders for this week. And if you... What piques your interest? So the the two that pique my interest is the Trevor Lawrence over under 14 and a half rushing yards. Ooh. As we've learned uh, from from the shows, I like props that one play can make it for yep. me. And you can see that he's rushed. It's a third down scramble. Yeah, yeah just yep. a scramble. He's been under duress. Um, the James Robinson over 3.5 receptions interests me a little bit. And then the... Um, the Tyler Boyd 5.5 receptions is an interesting number. Um, with T. Higgins out, I think that's... You're looking uh, to get a little action tonight. Oh, yeah. I got I got a couple of lineups going tonight. And then there's the, the rivals. We're playing the rivals this week a little bit. So completions. Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. Number of completions. Burrow is plus 1.5. So you get... Mm-hmm. You know, so if they both get twenty, Burrow wins because he's got eighteen times last week. I know he only did that last week, so you know it's it's. I like these; they're fun. They are. They're fun. They're and if you you put a dollar down, all you gotta do is put a dollar down, and you get five right, you win twenty bucks. I mean, you can't beat that. Love it, love it. All right, underdogfantasy.com or the underdog app. Again, use the code PRESSBOX. I'm actually going to start with this question because I find it fascinating, and I did not know this. This is from Dave. Dave says, Glenn, ask KZ if he knew that Yahoo switched things this week so you can now search players by IR eligibility. And so he's looking at the guys that are all IR eligible. Did not know league. this, number one. I only have one league on Yahoo anymore. I, I was unaware. That this I was, was unaware. I, I don't know why they wouldn't do this on every platform. Yes. Like, this seems it to be seems quite very smart. He says... I am in a fantasy league. Oh, he's in a keeper league. Got it. Keeper Sorry. league. He just didn't okay, say that I would league, hope he's Dave. in a fantasy yes. league. Yeah, you're in a keeper league. <laughs> I'm in a keeper league, and I had been using a spot on Travis ATN because of something Glenn said a couple weeks ago. I did. I did you admit did that, that I was uh, yeah. using a spot on Travis ATN. Not that I have any idea if he's going to be a keeper of mine, sure, but, but why not? Why not? Right? If you have the room. Um, he says, now I'm looking at the list, and I'm seeing guys like Jerry Judy and Michael Gallup that are IR eligible and sitting out there to be had. Should I bury Travis Etienne and pick up one of those guys. Uh, I really like Judy. I mean, um, Judy should be, uh, yeah, pick up one of those. I would pick up Judy. When even, is Michael Gallup supposed to be back? I don't know, but he's the third banana yeah. in that, that situation. So I, I like Michael Gallup as a player, um, but I don't know how many targets. And he's coming back to a, a team that, you know, has figured out that they're going to throw the ball to the tight end seven to six, seven to eight times a game between the two, Jarvin and Schultz. And, you know, you got CD, you got Cooper, you got Zeke looked like Zeke last week. I, I don't, I, Gallup's a good player. I don't know how much va- fantasy value he has. Judy needs to be owned in every fantasy league. I mean, even if you're not using your IR spot, like take the last guy off your bench, mm-hmm. throw him away, and put Judy on your, be- on your bench. Um, yeah, good. I wouldn't do it instead of ETN because I value running backs over wide receivers. 
but I would get Judy on my roster somehow. Okay, all right. That's it. Seems like a lot that you're carrying. I don't know who's got, especially as we get into um, bye weeks. I don't know who's got. I the know, roster but, flexibility but again, all those you know, you see the roster flexibility. But I mean, if Judy's available in any of my leagues, I'm going to pick him up. I hear you. I hear you. I like Jerry Judy as a player. I mean, he's I just, uh, supposedly he's like, going to be I, back. That soon. would be a scenario in one of my, like because I was the guy. I was right. the ATN guy. Like it would be a similar scenario where I'm using my other IR spot on Cam Akers and like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can. I'm, Sometimes you just can't do it. I mean, I I have one where I'm using my two RI spots right now on uh, Good old Dobbins. Rhode Island spots. Yes, uh, I said two RI spots. I, I thought I said IR. I know you Did thought I say you RI. Said okay, <laughs> um, on Dobbins and Irv Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I would who I would get either one rid of for either one. Maybe a running back that I liked, but yeah, I mean that's that's how we play the game. So I'm in a position where I could drop. One of if I was a carry Judy, yes, and not on an IR. If I was to keep right. Acres, right. I mean, obviously I'm gonna keep Acres. Yeah, it can't be an Acres. But if I was gonna keep ATN and not put Judy on the IR, right, I would have to drop one of uh, Eli Mitchell, Rondale Moore, Brandon Ayuk. Rondale potentially. I mean, I could drop Rondale, and I told everybody last week that was a ridiculous amount of money people were gonna spend on him because you don't know where the ball's going and. AJ, we talked about AJ Green had a week, and and Kirk's had weeks, and it, it he was a broken thing, and he caught a pass and ran sixty yards. I can drop Rondell for okay. that. All right, all right, fair enough. I will do it then. All right, let's talk about uh, me because obviously I'm yes, I'm the one that you are the, the most important. But I did like that question, Dave. That's good. And it was I, a good I, question. I appreciate the fact that Yahoo's doing that. ESPN, yes, you, you've been able to do it on ESPN also. Have you? Yeah. Okay, I did oh. not know that. I did not. I have learned something today. All right, um, so I'm assuming that – oh, boy, I actually don't know what I'm assuming. What here, are assuming. Here are my options. I'm assuming that I'm going with Dalvin Cook as long as he plays. If he plays, yes. Yes. Then my options are DeAndre Swift, who I, I, We're like, playing him. I like a lot. Then my third running back could be my, – or my flex could be any of Clyde Edwards-Elair, Chuba Hubbard, James Robinson. Oof. Or, look at look at you with all the running backs. This is I'm trying, man. Look at you. <sighs> but I feel like I'm gonna regret using my waiver priority on Chuba Hubbard. This means for sure that one of my guys is gonna get hurt, and I lost my waiver priority to get the guy that I needed. Mm, well, I'm gonna go Chuba. Okay, I'm gonna go Chuba. Yeah. I, I like Robinson tonight, but the short week it could be an ugly, ugly. Since game. he's been pretty good against the run this week. They year, have. So. It's 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 a weird it's a weird game. You you can. You can see it be very low scoring. Yeah, I guess the, the only right. other question is: Am I starting? I'm definitely starting Jamar Chase over Hollywood Brown. That's yes. that's for sure. Am I starting Brown over Hubbard? No, no. And are we ba- are we buying into Ayuk again after one week? Or I'm not buying in? It's encouraging. Yeah, it's certainly encouraging. It's encouraging. I feel better about him. Like if I had to use him in my flex this week because I have injuries and stuff, I'm not a totally upset about it like I would have been two weeks ago but yeah I mean uh, look he's get the snap rate is up the target the snap rate was up the targets were up um whatever Sheffield is Trent Sheffield he wasn't on the field Sherfield Sherfield whatever his name is it, he's, he's, he's I'm you sure he's a lovely, I understand you uh, hate no him no he's a lovely human being but I, I I really don't want him taking snaps away from Ayuk or or or, or Debo so um I hear you yeah I mean I feel better about him Nick Kelly wants to know James Robinson or Chase Edmonds. Uh Robinson for me. I really liked how they used him 
Um, I like that he was involved all over the place in passing game. Good week uh, last week, I would assume. You know, maybe not as much because it's the short week, so maybe we get a little bit more of Hyde just to annoy us tonight. But uh, I like what Robinson – I like how they used Robinson finally. This is a similar problem that I am sort of – contemplating in a few of my leagues i was a guy who drafted the broncos because i saw the matchups for the first three weeks and said i love that but i was also saying i also kind of like the broncos defense i i think it's pretty good the matchups have run up and this is what chris is saying the matchups have run up now they're facing the ravens i don't really want to carry two defenses i like the broncos and i feel like i might want to play them in future weeks and i don't really love what's out there on the waiver wire can you ask kz generically how he feels about the broncos defense moving forward and who maybe some of the waiver wire pickups would be that would be slam dunks that he'd be willing to drop the Broncos' defense in order to get. Um, well, there are no slam dunks that are going to be available. I mean, you're, you're if you're dropping the the Broncos and you don't want to carry two defenses, you're you're basically saying, okay, I'm going to go the streaming route for the rest of the season unless you can get the Broncos which back. Is, by the way, what I normally which do is fine. Anyway. It's fine. I mean, there's nothing. I'm a two wrong. defense man. I mean, I mean, I, I am no too, idea. but then when I draft the Washington... He's got me picking pota- up Jerry Judy and not putting him on IR. Washington, How am I coming up with these Washington, roster spots? Washington potatoes or whatever we want to call them. Well, I always make um, sure I've got one that I like for a matchup next week in addition to yeah, the one I'm playing this Yeah, I mean, I, I, I try to do it, but, uh, you know, I so I like me, the Broncos... Let me give you an example, by exa- the way. In, the, one, in one league. The whole thing... Wait a minute. Let me okay, answer his question. Right. The whole thing, I like the Broncos going forward. I don't... Again... If you're facing the Chiefs or, you know, the Ravens or the Chargers, you know, high-octane teams, yeah, you don't love them. Um, you know, this week, look, if you Cincinnati's probably on the waiver wire, worth a shot. The Titans are on the waiver wire, probably worth a shot. I, I picked up the Saints in one league. I don't know how, mm-hmm. they were, how they were available, but they're an option. Like, if the Saints were available, that's a team that I would say, okay, I can run with them. I know they're going to have some – tough matchups along the way, but you can't run against them. So they make people very one-dimensional, which is a good thing. I got these, I've got the Titans available in one of the leagues where I have the Broncos. I, I would have to drop one of – I could drop Juwan Johnson. You could. I, I, I'm okay with it at this point. I mean, he's going to have a good week, but they're not throwing I – don't, I don't know what they are. I really don't know what they are right now. I mean, outside of Kamara – I, I, it's tough to guess what they're doing offensively and where the targets are going, and they're not going to the tight ends. All right. Well, then I'll do it. I'll do it since you demanded I do it. I didn't demand. No, that. I heard you say Did do not it demand. or I I'll never I was do o- this I show said again. I was okay with it. Was I thought was okay with it. All right, go ahead, Kyle. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll regroup here for a second. So, trader for Chubba Hubbard, he's a sure thing in my running back, you know, crapshoot right. that I currently have in one of my leagues. I am now left to decipher between the group of Damian Harris, Javante Williams, and Leonard Fournette for my other running back position. Now, my reasoning here is if Gio Bernard is out, I think the play is Fournette. Harris scares me because they seem to be sort of game flow dependent, and I expect them to be playing from down. What would you do in my situation? I'd probably go Fournette. He's a little safer. Um, but is it dependent on Bernard being out? No, not for me. Um, I, Harris is the third one on my list here. Um, 
Because, uh, I mean... Uh, the Ravens' tackling issues give you more confidence in Javante Williams. He's the highest on my list. My only problem with Williams... Melvin Gordon? Well, it's not really Melvin Gordon. Is that Javante Williams, most of his damage this year has kind of been in a mop-up situation. And he fumbled last week on yep, the goal line. He did. And then we didn't see him again. And I know the game was in hand and it was late. I just I, I worry about a team, you know, the Ravens do cause fumbles from time to time and I worry if there's an early fumble with him this week, like we don't see him again. So the safest thing for me to do would be to play Fournette. I hate Fournette. I do too. I hate him. He's the most <laughs> uninspiring I know player to watch. Can, all he's ever. gotta do is get you fifty and a touchdown. Well, I don't know that he will. I don't know worse. that he will either. Um, all right, so now at the flex, that leaves me with Javante Williams, Damian Harris, Jacoby Myers, who I'm leaning, uh, Tim Patrick, and Christian Kirk. You know, I, I want to see it. I didn't see anything yesterday on, on Hopkins. Uh, he was very non-Hopkins-like. He was not healthy with the rib injury the week before. Um, if he's kind of limited this week and and – I didn't see. Unfortunately, I didn't see anything with him with him yesterday that says he was limited. So I assumed he practiced. Doesn't scare you that Jalen Ramsey largely operates out of the slot? <sighs> I, I don't know that Kirk's always in the slot. The way they way they rotate their wide receivers all over the field. I I, I no because I don't think he's not going to follow Kirk around. So I don't I don't. Uh, sometimes they have more in the slot. They even have Hopkins in the slot sometimes. Um, you know, the way they move him around. I like Myers, though, mm-hmm. of them because I, I like the targets. He's got the eye. You should get an uptick with James White being Right, out. good floor, good, good. you know, with White, you got a couple of extra targets in the range that he likes to operate in. will have to throw a good bit. Yeah. Um, now, would you play Kirk over Marquise Brown? Okay, I'm going to take, take what I saw last week out of the equation Agreed. and all of our feelings out. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very positive because this is the fantasy football show and you not never said we had to be positive. Game day. Yeah. He was open all day. No doubt. So you told me not to trade him for Henry Ruggs this week. You said do well, not trade Marquise Brown for Henry Ruggs. I did. Good advice, I think. Yes. Um I, I now that I think about it even more, it's yeah, it's good advice. Glad I said that. Um no, he's he's no, he's I would not. I would I would start Brown. Okay. I, I again he was open all day. Yeah. I guess we're going to th- – until he drops the ball the next time, mm-hmm. I guess we're just going to ignore it as a bad game. And I know Brian Billick on the Glenn Clark radio show kind of – Who? Kinda, who? Uh, Brian Billick on the Glenn Clark radio show kind of tried to make excuses for him about the lighting in the in the Silverdome and all that fun stuff. They I definitely don't play in the Silverdome. Whatever, anymore. wherever they play. Whatever – I believe, Indoor by the way, I don't, I don't still don't know that they've actually ripped the Silverdome down. Have it they? Might just, I don't know. It, like, what it are they playing? In, it fell into... What, what are they in now? Ford Field, yes. Ford's Field. Yeah. Okay, the indoor field that they play in, you know, we're explaining the He said the Ford's Field like it was Ford's Theater, and by the way, considering some of the things that have happened there, yeah. apropos. Apropos. Uh, not so on purpose, unfortunately. Brown. I'm staying with Brown. Right. I, I'll, for one more, for, for I'll take, I'll take to any semblance of purple glasses I own off and say, yes, he was open all day. He's targeted often. He's the number one receiver in that offense. All right. So with Higgins being out. We're still doing this. I got more, yeah. With Higgins Jeez. being out, we've got Myers in his place. But that leaves me at flex with a decision between Corey Davis and Emmanuel Sanders. Kind of like Sanders. Good matchup. 
Is it a good matchup? It is. Okay. Pretty decent. All right, fair enough. And lastly, on the last team that we've got. And here. they've decided they're going to throw the ball again, so yeah, that's I good. Uh, Kareem Hunt or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? <sighs> I'm going to tell you Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who I know was everybody's, you know, most hated, but – you look, good, you look up, you week. look up at the at the stats, and you know, fifteen touches minimum a game, and had a good game last week. Philadelphia just was bulldozed last week, and you know, seems like a safe bet. Gronkowski scores a touchdown this week, right? Doesn't he do it ever? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think that I don't know what the odds are that I know they're minus odds, but yeah, it would it would seem like somehow anytime they're in the red zone, Gronk's getting the first look, particularly every time. in New England. Yeah, that's what I mean. I yeah. mean. You know, that's just got to happen. All right. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you just want an IT certification? CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition-free, from the basics to specialized training. We have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Anything else we need to know this week, KZ? Um, no, just just kind of watch. You know, the, the Cook situation is the biggest thing. Uh, you know, I if he plays, you play him. I mean, we've learned that from yep. guys like him and, and, and guys like McCaffrey. Uh, you know, and, and – uh, Eli Mitchell looks like he is on the right side of returning this week for the 49ers, so um, they obviously do not trust uh, Trey Sermon. Isn't it Elijah Mitchell? They call him Eli? They call him Eli. Okay. Yeah. But it is Elijah. But okay. I, but I was just curious. So now we know that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's so much Any easier for me. Any other brain it's, busters? It's, it's, yeah, as you know, it's so much easier for me to say Eli. It is. Um, so he looks like the guy if, you're, if you want to – Try that back. I was trying to think of, of who the famous. I was thinking of the Eli from There Will Be Blood. That was trying to think of what Eli. What? Why do I have an Eli in my mind? It was, it was There Will Be Blood. Was know. there an Eli in uh, Righteous Gemstones too? I believe so. Really, there was. Yeah, one hundred percent. When are we getting season two of Righteous Gemstones? For Christ's sakes, let's I get on know. that. I know. Please. God, it was perfect. I mean, it was a great show. All right. Never um, seen it. At fans, what? <laughs> Never. What's wrong it. with you? I watch sports. Watch Righteous Gemstones, bro. Okay. It was tremendous. <laughs> okay. At Fans Fantasy on Twitter is how you follow him. He'll be back for uh, Project Game Day on Sunday. Uh, we will see you when that one is over. KZ, appreciate it, pal. Thank you very Talk much. Talk to you next Thursday. This has been the Press Box Fantasy Football Show.